Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eberron, Heirs of Destiny. I'm Sasaki. I'm the executive producer here at Financial Films, and I'll turn it over to our GM, Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I'm leading these guys the world of Eberron. Um, we'll go ahead and go through character introductions right back to Sasaki. Hey, I'm Sasaki. I'm playing Sethanoth Valonde, the half-elf fighter. Uh, Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing uh, Valen, the Valinar Elf Ranger. And Corvus? Hi, I'm Corvus. I'm playing Alex, the human artificer wizard. And Antitonic? Hi, I'm Antitonic, and I'm playing Bronma, the dwarven fighter. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Edwin, the half elven cleric. And Zagrak. Hi, I'm Zach Rung, and I'm playing Kira, the human warlock. Hi. And when we last left our heroes, following their initial meeting during a chance encounter with a murderous warforged on a bridge in Upper Dura, the group came into the attention of Lady Eladrin Devoun, a noble of the dragon-marked House of Canon. Eladrin hired the group to take a journal that was recovered from the murder scene and delve deep into the bowels of Sharn, to a long-forgotten foundry where they were to recover a schema, a piece of a magical ancient pattern that's used to create magical items. Many of them had other possible reasons for going as well, from either Alex getting a, a more private offer from Eladrin to get help get free from her duties to the house, Kenneth, to Valen being offered a bounty by Ilmari der Thorani to eliminate agents of the Lord of Blades who had been behind the attack on the provost that kick-started the whole thing. The party headed out from the cracked mirror into Malingan's Gate, a district Seth expressed some concern about at the time due, due to a past association with a Medusa named Gazlak, and they ventured into Dorisharn Tower. Uh, they ventured down and found the Valve Cluster they needed, venturing in where they were attacked by a warforged and a group of shifters seeking the journal. Battle ensued that involved Edwin getting doused with sewer water, Seth <laughs> drowning a shifter, and Valen beheading the warforged, with one of the shifters managing to escape. They interrogated the captured shifter, the nearly drowned one, and found out that he and his allies were just hired by the Warforged to kill them. After they let him go, they did a series of examinations on the hatch, determined that it was trapped with an acid trap, and then used the journal that they were provided to unlock it. And that is where we pick up. So, Seth, you had you had, you had taken the journal and, and put it up to the hatch, and it had sort of unlocked, you push it open, and you're sort of... Uh, hit in the face with a gust of the, a gust of wind that comes up from this tunnel. It's a sort of vertical shaft that sort of see inside a little bit from the light that you guys have. Uh, looks like it's about five feet wide, goes down a ways. You're not sure how far down at this point. There's obviously a, a draft, some fresh air that's going in there. What are you guys going to do? Well, How's the quality of the air? Is it looking to I guess primarily Alex and Kira? I mean, I'm already in the hatch going down. <laughs> okay, so you yeah. well, not yet. You cl- you go to climb into the hatch. Okay. The air quality seems fairly stale. It doesn't seem like it's it doesn't seem like it's going to fresh air or anything. Okay. It probably smells a little better than the sewer that you guys are in right yeah. now, but <laughs> it's a matter of perspective really. Yeah. 
think we can close this behind us to hopefully have no more murdery assassins coming after us. Is there an opening mechanism on the inside? Well, looking at, so you look at the at the inside of the hatch. It doesn't look like it since it had been magically locked. You're it. There's nothing inside where you can like turn a handle or something that will relock it. So Seth, roll me a. I'm gonna athletics roll. Athletics. Right. Yes. It's a is it, it's a ladder going down or is it just no like no? A it's just a hatch. Tunnel. Yeah, right. sheer tunnel. Okay, athletics. Nice so you sort of grab it on the top, swing your way in, and sort of, and essentially you are hanging at this point. You're not sure how far down it goes. As far as you can see, it keeps going. I can. I mean, it's 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 only so wide, so I can like shimmy down, right? Yes, it's about five feet wide. Yeah. So I, I will. Do... So it's it's be sort of tricky to do so, but yeah, you can. Five uh... feet is quite wide. Yeah. Hang on. Can I That's just check something? Yeah. The water here, did mm-hmm. that start pouring through the hole when it opened? Or was it no. raised up? No. So the water the water where you guys are, essentially the, the water is coming from the south and coming up. And this looks like it was just a spare runoff area. Okay. Um, um, can I take a, a like a rock or something from in the trench that we're in and drop it down? You if can. you're doing that, Edward, there's someone down there. Yeah, around him. It's, yeah. He's not gone that far. You haven't no, gone no, so far. Still, no, you haven't gone visible. so far that you you can still see him, especially since you've got yeah. you've got dark vision. Um, um, if if uh, Alex is seeing that you're about to do that, I would suggest that Edwin maybe put a light on the rock. If you, like. I was about I mean, to suggest Edwin, the same. Will, I mean, depending on how Edwin stealthy you want to be, but say, that might be useful. I can only maintain one copy of the spell at a time, but cast it on the rock. Okay, drop, drop the rock, and everyone without rock. dark vision might lose sight. But whatever, that's fine. We have well, to we just... rock. Drop it down, uh, <laughs> Seth. You see this bright light yeah. fly by you. Yep. Do you see anything? Because I mean, Seth's I'm, obviously I'm, in the best uh, yeah, position I'm, to see I'm, what the I'm, rock I'm illuminates. Down, so. And so look so that, down. Was, that's, that is literally Alex calling out to you. Yeah. Oh. Do you see anything? So the rock fall, the rock goes down, and you can see it goes down probably a good 100 feet or so. You see it bounces off the sides a little bit, hits the ground, and you see it's, it continues down at a different angle. It looks like it goes down for a ways and then sort of branches or, or starts to even out. So, okay. so I'm just turning this straight in my head. So it's like vertically down for 100 feet, you said? Yes. Okay, cool. So who's got rope? Yeah, I'm going to climb back out of the hatch and just relay that information. Hmm. Edwin will pull out the rope that he has, which is... Whatever comes in the explorer's pack. So I think you have fifty feet of rope, and I also have fifty feet of rope. So fifty feet by two. Well, take the two pieces, two fifty feet pieces of rope, tie them together. Is there any place like on the wall that I could attach this rope to, like a protrusion, like a a a metal bar or the best thing you could think of is with the hatch open now, you can tie it around the side of the hatch, where it still is is still attached to the wall. 
Do I think that that would cause the hatch to close behind us because of weight on it? It's conceivable. It's not. It's not. The hinges on it aren't uh, enough. There's just. There's enough distance there in the hinge itself because once you once you put the book up on it and open it, it sort of pushed out a little bit. Okay. Um. Uh, so you would probably be okay. I will tie it we there could, then. Uh, Kira thinks about it and then it picks up a crowbar from her burglar's pack. And jams okay. it in, jams it in to jam the uh, hatch. Okay, that should that should help uh, keep it from slamming if it would. Yeah. All right. Cool. Also, because it'll become relevant in a moment, I have a thing. I have a climber's kit that I'm going to be sort of using as I go down. Okay. Because that way, that way I can because it is only five feet wide. I can sort of. Prevent myself from falling too far while we're climbing down, and also catch anybody who slips. Mm-hmm. Balin takes uh, takes one in, one part of the rope, places it like between his legs, wraps his right leg around, and places his left hooks the rope with his foot and places his left leg on top of the rope to create a little like hook in point, and then he just slides down like that. Well, I'm cool. going down first, so. How are the sides of this this pit? So the sides are mostly it's a it's a sort of mix of like crumbling earth and ancient stone. Like okay. Seth can probably see it a little bit uh, the best. You can see it's fairly solid. On on the flip side, you can also see. This is this area is not completely without life. You see centipedes and all sorts of insects just sort of covering the walls, almost like a living decoration of sort. How about a hammer and some py- uh, pitons? Would probably those would be help? okay. That that's that yeah, that's part of my climbing. Yeah, that's kit part of the climbing too, kit. So. Yeah, I also have those in my burglars pa- burglars pack. Yep, less of a help. In this case, because we're going vertical, like, um, and we're going down, pitons are normally for climbing up and securing your rope on the way up. Right. We assume, I assume, we are coming back up this way. Yeah, but we've already got it secured at the top, so we've got it secured at the point where it matters. Yeah, it uh, might be useful to secure some backup assistance on our way down. Yeah, just, that's just in case something happens with the hatch. Yeah. yeah, we'll get 25 um, feet, put one in, 25 feet, another one. Yep. Put, yeah. Cool. It, it will help against falling. It does make <laughs> it harder to climb back up, though, yeah. uh, once you get to those points. Because then you've got to put your hand on rope that's stuck to the wall. All right. Well, we climb down. Okay. Uh, so go roll, roll athletics, roll... Uh, with the climbing gear and everything, I'll put an advantage for everyone. Advantage athletics. So everyone rolls. Yep. I am glad for the. Edwin's advantage. gonna cast guidance on himself before doing this. Okay. Just check. <laughs> Can I use acrobatics for this? I'm gonna say no in this case okay. because it's not about nimbleness. It's about yep. your your body strength. I, I am, have to try. <laughs> I I am going down first. And mm-hmm. doing my best to sort of plug the hole so I will catch anybody that falls. I'll go last. Okay. Uh, before I go down, I just ask Edwin, Edwin can you light 
something else now that we've lost the other light? I can't see a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Edwin will nod, realize no one can see that, and cast light oh, back onto well, his me and uh, two, two, three, three of us can see it. <laughs> Most yeah, but most of us are in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it realizes that the people climbing down probably can't see that either, and cast light on the quarterstaff. It's a good thing Zagrog turned, has advantage. Yeah, yeah. Out. It was a zero and a thirteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it was the advantage roll that rolled the critical fail. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so, so I got a twenty-six. Yeah, you are just freaking spider monkeying your way down. It's not difficult, like the, with the climbing rope and with every, all the precautions that you're taking. The DC is pretty low on this. It was just on the off chance that somebody, somebody crit failed with advantage somehow or something like that. Given uh, given Kira's negative strength score, I it was I, a possibility. Uh, yeah, it was quite a possibility. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, you guys, Branma, you've got a, you're having a little bit of a difficult time with it just because twelve point nine to climb yeah not really not this way but yeah as you guys head down uh it, it takes you like i said a good, a good hundred feet or so down and the shaft starts to angle to the point that that by bracing yourself you can actually sort of walk along one of the surfaces continues on that way for a little bit it's a little bit creepy for you guys because small confined area you can hear sort of the skittering of all the insects on on along the walls, but eventually, further still, the t- the shaft ends up becoming a tunnel, and the footing's no longer. There's no difficulty in 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 maintaining. You're pretty much walking straight. That goes on for a little bit, and eventually, it it, it comes out into sort of a larger corridor. So, um, once it, the. Uh, once we get to where the tunnel breaks out into a larger space, mm-hmm. I'm going to let everybody go fa- go past, and then I'm going to set a bear trap in the tunnel. Okay. Uh, did we were we fine with just 100 feet of rope, or did we need 150? And we get to a piece of ground now where it's sloped, so we can sort of slide slash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit pain to, to to traverse back up if you don't do another another piece of rope, but. It would just be slow going. It would not be particularly treacherous terrain. Yeah, I've still got my explorer's pack. I think you've got your burglar's pack, so we've got 100 yes. feet of rope at least remaining between yep. us. Has anyone else got a pack? Uh, unfortunately, I have a scholar's. I have a scholar's pack. Okay, does not that pack. probably doesn't have rope. Have rope? In it. No, it does not. So if. We want to use 50 foot of rope here. We can keep 50 foot more in case there's another thing like this, but that seems unlikely. I think I think I think we should just keep a hold of the rope that we've got right okay. now. Leave the leave the 100 feet and because uh, it's it's it just makes it slow going back, not impossible going back. So you're right, but yeah, it comes out into it, it opens up into a a, a cavernous area, although. As you as you see it open up, uh, you, you stop yourselves because it actually emerges about six feet above the ground. The chamber that it opens up to, you actually can't see the distant walls as far, not e- even with your dark vision or light or anything at this point, beyond the wall that you're directly coming out of. You can see sort of a few 
ruins of what were walls probably at some point that are sort of interior, perhaps buildings that have long since fallen apart. Uh, and you can feel sort of the change in the air currents that, that, that sort of give you the indication that a larger open space is what you've entered into. Like I said, ushering everybody out of the everybody out of the corridor and then planting a bear trap in it. Yep. So you say we get to a hole in the ceiling. So um, because Valen is last in the line, um, I think Alex is just before. Uh, he will like offer to lower down Bramma or Alex in case they don't want to make the six foot jump. Uh, Alex will accept. Uh, I've already forgotten your name, Valen. Yep. Valen's help. So he grabs you by the wrist and then like lays down on the floor in the tunnel, and you sort of end up like three feet off the ground. That is appreciated. Cool. Thank you. I think Branman sort of took that as a given, but yeah. <laughs> so I turned yes. that well for you. It, it would be challenging otherwise. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not tossing the dwarf. I'm lowering the dwarf. Okay. So you guys come out, and it's not that difficult to to sort of climb down. And this is definitely much larger, just by by the sheer sounds of the echoes and and such. And go ahead and roll me actually some perception checks. Mm-hmm. Yay! Normal, not advantage. Ooh, my roll isn't very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we have eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and then an eighteen and a four. <laughs> hmm. That's a nice spread. Yeah, that's that. That's good and solid. I beat my passive perception. Yay! So all of you guys, except for Alex, you're just distracted by sort of the awe-inspiring of you're in somewhere in Sharn that you have, that probably nobody that's currently alive has ever been. And if they are alive now and they've been down here, then they're ancient fucking elves. So right. you're distracted by that point and don't sort don't sort of pick up on uh, uh, the background noises and the like. The rest of you guys pick up on this sort of constant background noise that, that's rising from the walls and the ruins. Um, takes sort of a moment to, to, to recognize, but eventually you guys can pick out sort of the sounds of, it's like a chittering buzzing sound that can be picked out from, from among the overall sort of sort of That's background fun. noise and and I, I make sure that the rest of the group know i've planted a bear trap in the tunnel so that they if we have to flee rapidly they don't get caught in it okay which you should actually be towards the back then because you you stayed behind while while you yeah. set that yeah, yeah. Well, so I, i'm towards I, i'm setting it right here but Every, nobody else has moved their tokens forward. Right. So. Oh, One of the, sorry. Essentially, the the sort of tunnel is behind this okay. point. Oh, is it? I thought this so, was the tunnel that we're in right now. No, it, it comes out into sort of this little tunnel area. Okay. I mean, you could you could uh, be sitting it while we're walking past you. I yeah. But yeah, I'm setting it here at the entrance to the tunnel area. So. But yeah, the the, the sound is. Valen and Brahma, you guys pick it up because you've been been there before. It's not unlike the sound of uh, of the insects that you hear in like the King's Forest in Breland. Edwin and Seth and, and Kira sort of just more pick it up as like just a, a chittering sort of buzzing sound. 
except for that the chamber is sort of because of how big it is sort of amplifying it and echoing it in sort of sort of weird and creepy ways and where are you guys headed what's the terrain here it's sort of a hard packed earth and stone you guys can, can probably see a little bit there's a, there's there's rubble around a wall that has sort of disintegrated over the years some is still somewhat standing in some places okay so it's not so because uh, I saw the image and thought it was sand. <laughs> nope. There is it's no not. sand in that okay. rock. I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. There, there, there is sand. But <laughs> call back joke. I, I guess I'm, so I'm assuming people are going to go ahead. Yeah. 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 While I'm sitting up. Edwin track. is going to try and not be right at the front. Because, okay. But, but also scooting out and providing light for people. So Valen looks at Branma and he's like, "Do you, do you hear that? Because that sounds familiar." Hmm, it does, doesn't it? Well, Alex still has mage armor on, just by the way, Jeremy. Just so you okay. I so, think I put it on before we did our it last eight hours, last right? Episode. Yeah, yeah. I did, I did it just before our rest, my rest at the end of the last episode. So, so yeah, once I've set the bear trap up, I'm gonna you know continue following. Okay. More in, more in the middle than that, uh, Auntie. Like, more like right there. <laughs> cool. And sort of walk out ahead and look around. Is there any... So I see that there are broken sections of building. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything that particularly stands out? At this point, it's not... There's not a whole lot that, that, that enormously stands out until you guys get to about that point. And what stands out isn't necessarily a uh, a building, but Brahma in particular, you see, uh, since you're sort of in the Valen set, you guys can notice this too. Among the, the, the floor, you see this sort of dark carpet sliding across the floor towards you guys. As your eyes sort of crane to it, it's not actually a carpet necessarily as it is a mass of insects. Ah, uh, yeah. That is moving quickly Please. towards you guys. You know, nothing... I, I have nothing that I can launch at it currently. So. so then we will go ahead and go to initiatives. Yay. Because I imagine a net won't entangle a swarm of insects. I wish Aren't I, I glad burning... I have no AoE. <clears throat> I wish I oh. had burning hands prepared. Oh, yeah. I don't, though. I, I don't know. get my AoE for quite a while. Hey, natural 20 on the initiative. We just spend those crits. I know, right? Natural get them out of the way. Check. Get them out of the way quick. That initiative. I mean, that one, two, three, four, five, six. That is everybody. So, Seth, you are up first. Joy of joys. I am going to see them approaching. I don't suppose I can get a nature check to know what's going to be the best thing to do against a swarm, could I? Yeah, go for it. Go for it, city boy. Oh, Five. Uh... Go for it, city boy. Seriously. <laughs> that's, I, I know. That's. I have no points in it. It's a straight D20 roll. I don't know anything. You, right now, first of all, you can't really identify exactly what kind of insects it is. As far as a swarm goes, if you had something big and heavy to drop on them, maybe. That's, I mean, you're not sure. 
Are there any like l- like piles of large boulders nearby? <laughs> not within, not big enough to crush a carpet of insects that you can see. Yeah. Is there any bug spray you can see nearby? <laughs> <laughs> I reach into my utility belt and pull out the bat bug repellent spray. <laughs> actually, I mean, I I reach actually I reach into my pack and pull out my uh, hammer and crowbar, <laughs> and and then decide between which one's going to be best. Probably the hammer, like sort of head forward and smash with hammer because it's going to be bludgeoning as opposed to slashing or piercing. Okay, um, which is going to make it probably an improvised weapon. Yeah, sounds about right. I don't know what sort of damage you're going to want on that. Uh, I mean, a light hammer is 1d4 bludgeoning. That might be what it is. I will give you light hammer. Okay. Um, Which makes it the same damage as my whip, just bludgeoning, not slashing. Yep. Um, Your whip does slashing damage? Yes. Yeah, whips do slashing damage. That makes sense. They slash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. That that, that is what whips are for. Yeah, they are kind of sharp. Yeah, that's fair. I just didn't wouldn't have thought. Just didn't, you know, think of that. As a that. fighter, as a fighter, I'm proficient with all simple weapons and martial weapons. Does this qualify as a simple weapon? <sighs> I mean, a, a light hammer is a simple weapon, but I don't know if this yeah. hammer in particular qualifies. No, because uh, because I am assuming it is not weighted for combat. Okay, then it's just a strength roll. Does a seventeen hit? A seventeen will hit that swarm. Alright, ten points of bludgeoning damage. Good slam. Just run up and smash. Yeah, that'll be it for me. Okay. So you slam down into it, uh, and and you hear that satisfying squish against ground. Uh, A a fair amount of them swarm away from it and quickly swarm back together. Yeah. It's still a pretty big swarm. Edwin, you're up. Right. Uh, I was checking a spell that... No, is the general answer. Okay. So I'm gonna just... I mentioned I love swarms. (laughs) I remember uh, playing 3.5 and the GM rolled a swarm of one on killer goldfish. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just had one goldfish pecking at me as I was swimming across the lake. (laughs) You know, it's been working for me so far. I'm gonna go up to Valen... Cast guidance. Okay. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're gonna need to make a check. Maybe, maybe you want to cast that on one of the spell cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Check. Okay, fine. I can do a ability check. check. Yeah. Uh, ability check. Yeah. 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 Yes. Not skill I, check. I know. Yeah. yeah. I I know what choices I am making. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sure. I can't cool. actually do anything to these beetles. I don't think. Or scarabs, or whatever the hell they end up being. I'm thinking the mummies. He said right now. you can see them now. They're the definitely they're beetles. Oh, very, so it's not very like... hungry, hungry beetles. So it's not like the mummy returns. And I'm... no, no. Uh, I... That's what I'm I was pulling envisioning. out my quarter staff. Not for second level characters. <laughs> not that it matters. Cool. All right. All right, Alex, you're up. Okay. Can I do a nature check to find out things? I am. Go for my it. My character pretty much only does things based on their skills. <laughs> There's no combat proficiency. Well, they're not trained You're in nature. Probably much better than me. 
I am not trained in nature, and I have spent my entire life in in a in buildings that do not have swarms of That's things. That's a good point. Correct. <laughs> swarms of insects have never been a problem for you. Do you have any spells? You are not. You are. You are now wishing that you had taken uh, 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 insect study rather than pre-Gallifarian architecture. You have a friend who's a lepidopterist. I don't don't know what a lepidopterist is off the top of my head. If only my initiative role had been better than Alex's, I'd have some ideas for this turn. So Alex, not not knowing what was going on, is just going to cast Ray of Frost at them. Okay. 13, does a 13 hit? Uh, 13 is going to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Even, with, even, even shooting through people. Cool. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah, they had they, they kind of had partial cover right now. Cause... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, three cold damage. All right, so you blast. It sort of arcs like right by Seth. You can feel like suddenly a cold burst shoot by you. I have a sudden flashback. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, and it slams into it, and you see like a small little patch of them just freeze up and and legs curl up and the whole bit. Yep. Uh, cool. And that's um that's Alex's turn. Okay. So it's the Beatles' turn. So the first Come one at me, bro. Moves on to Seth. Yep. Swarms up all over you and is going to try and bite you. Okay. They try to bite. Interesting. Yep. They try to bite. Yeah, they get it. They have attack rolls in five e. Ooh. <laughs> Does a fourteen hit you? No, it doesn't. Okay, you're still covered in bugs, but covered in bugs, but they oh, cannot wow. get through my armor. Covered in bees. Thank, thankfully, nice. they've been the swarm. Swarms seem to have been nerfed. And the yes, other. One is moving over to Valen, who happens to be the closest one. Oh, good. You're covered in bugs. Five's not going to hit you. I mean, no. Okay, so much for that plan I had. So, good news, you guys aren't getting aren't getting chewed up. I have a question. Yeah. Yes. Is it possible to move out of the square they're in, or are they attached to me now? Yes, you can move out of the square that they're in. Okay. And that is their turn, so Kira, you're up. Kira, I was thinking of splashing them with a flask of oil, but right now that seems... Uh, <laughs> if you're ready or actually to do that as soon as one of us moves, then that will yeah. work. Yeah. But they've also... How how much area would I cover with a flask of oil? Just I one mean, square? Just a five-foot square, or do I, would I get more? How big is the flask? I'd say probably a five-foot square would be yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll... I'll probably, yeah, I probably don't need a spell for this. I was thinking I might use Mage Hand, but I can probably throw it myself. Okay. Uh, Valen, move out of the way. Kira pulls out I'm a flask of it. oil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, I'm ready to action. Alex, uh, if you have no oil, try grease. I don't have grease. I'm prepared either. <laughs> oh, well. <Sadly. laughs> okay, Kira prepares to th- uh, cover cover the uh, bugs on Valen uh, with oil. Okay. Are you staying where you're at? Yes. Okay. Nope. Alex Valen, is reconsidering her spells for tomorrow, but <laughs> <laughs> for right now, so she doesn't have that. Valen's, like, slapping at bugs to get them uh-huh. off himself and, like, you know, like, like sweeping off his arms, and then he, he starts to move... Um, I think this way 
is appropriate okay. because then Kira can do her thing. Um, so when okay. I do that, I think her thing goes off. Yeah. Uh, is it a what? Uh, do I have? What do I roll here? Uh, improvised ranged weapon. So dexterity. Okay, I'll make a light crossbow roll and uh, we'll take two off of it. Sorry, I should have clarified something just to make sure. Um, they are, they do have, uh, because they do have attack rolls, if you move off them, they do get an attack of opportunity. I haven't moved out of their range yet. Yes, they have. Their range is oh, zero. Their range is zero. Oh, in that case... Um, just so yeah, you are aware. One. Yeah, I'll take that attack. Okay. Sorry, should have been clearer about that. No, that's fine. Uh, 14? It's two off. Okay. Okay. I'll so a couple wait. of them try and snap at you, and you just duck back away. That's an 18 to hit. 18? We ignore so you chuck the, chuck the vial. It crashes right it's in the middle. It's a flask, but yeah. Yeah, a flask. Uh, crashes right in the middle, splashes out and coats pretty good number of them. Okay. Uh, so, and Valen's like rolling out the way, like he's rolling yeah. along the floor. <laughs> cool. And okay. uh, in that case, I'm going to move back here. Um, okay. I will do a nature check because I've got the guidance, but mm-hmm. I don't know that we'll find anything that we haven't already figured out through practical experimentation. <laughs> Can I get advantage? <laughs> Because Bremer and I have heard guidance doesn't before. give you advantage. Guidance gives you an extra D four. No, Jeremy specifically mentioned that we were familiar with these things. You've heard the sounds before. That doesn't mean you necessarily oh, okay, know how to deal with them. Well, that being said, you do know how to deal with a swarm. Crunching individual attacks is not going to be as effective. You need ranged stuff. They're going to be particularly. There's not anything that they're. That 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 beetles are particularly vulnerable to, but any kind of like like, like bludgeoning, slashing, piercing is not going to be as effective as the other forms of attacks that you might have. Okay, so so it's it's magical or like elemental damage. Yep. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll just I will shout that out to the group. Um, Cool. <laughs> Red group, use your harpoons and tow cables. No, wait, wrong, 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 wrong one. Sorry. All right, and you still have an action if you want to take it. Do I know that like it's pointless to shoot at them with my bow, or is it? It's is not it, like, pointless. Do something. Is there any chance that uh, firing the bow would spark the oil? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, no, it's because it's not. There's no not um, likely. No. Yeah. There's no. There's oh, nothing. Tr- to... Actually, five. What's it? Do you not have like a torch or I, anything? Not on me. I don't need torches. I pick up one of these um, brick-looking things. Okay. Uh, I want to chuck that into the swarm and then shoot an arrow at it if I can do that. So I, that might cause a spark because then the metal head of the arrow will intersect with the brick. Ooh. Sure, if you crit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, making a big enough spark to start a fire off. Uh, uh, off. You can try it. <laughs> Even if you hit, you're going to do damage. Okay, so I'll chuck the brick. So, okay. Do I, and do I need to roll for that and as well? Just roll me an athletics check just to make sure that you don't accidentally hit Edwin in the head. <laughs> or be nice. Bronma. Or Bronma. Uh, I'm going to add guidance. Oh, no, I can. It's a check, so if it's yeah, rolled, yeah, it's a check. Uh, is that a d4? Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. 
That's a six. Still six. Yeah. So it falls a little short. All right, well, I'll just shoot then. Okay. Edwin's guidance moves it away from his head and also away from the store. That is, so you do some damage to it, roll damage. 12 piercing. Ooh, that's max. Maximum damage. And that's my turn. So yeah, you skewer a few of them. This is the the not the one that 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 Seth had taken on, so it's it still has its full complement minus what you've done to it. But yeah, so he, he puts his bow sideways and like shoots it along the floor. Yeah, yeah. and, and that skitters a good number of them. All right, Brahma, you're up. Um, so was there oil put on it? Yes. Yeah, there's oil on those bugs. Hmm. Because I have a tinderbox. You do. May I try and use the tinderbox to ignite the oil? You know what? Um, sure. A, a, um, a, a, <laughs> a tinderbox is just a box that you put wood in to light on fire. It's the flint uh, you need. The, well, a, yeah, a, a this, this kit, small container usually. holds flint, yeah. fire, steel, tinder, and okay. tinder. Yeah, okay. it contains all of the things that... Good. So, <laughs> yeah, I will say... I will say yes... In this situation, since, since you're sort of going to have to kind of lean close, you will... Oh, no, it already did its attack of opportunity, so... It doesn't have a reaction. Yeah, it doesn't have a reaction at this point. You're fine. Lighting a torch uh, or with abundant exposed fuel takes an action. Or, sorry, lighting a torch or anything else with abundant exposed fuel takes an action. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what else am I going to do? Yeah. See it on him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. It, Light theoretically, up. it, it is a big bludgeoning weapon. Yep, go yeah. for it. But yeah. Do I need Does to make a roll be... for that then? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it a. Because I have tried this before in real life, I was a Boy Scout. And I know what a pain it is, regardless of whether you have the kit or not. I'm going to make it a dexterity check. Ooh, you monster. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that without looking at your sheet to remember which which stats were your best ones or not. It's not well, you've hard. said it now. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey. Well. All right. So. A dexterous tool. Me, I'm gonna make it. He's just really good at cooking. He can make a fire. <laughs> Yeah, but I wasn't using the implements I have, really. I'm going to make it. Let me look at something here really quick. I need to see what... There is a thing for oil if you want to use that. Yeah, I just need to... I just... Mm-hmm. Fine. If the target takes any fire damage before the oil dries, after one minute, the target takes an additional five, five fire damage from the burning oil. Five fire damage? If, if lit, the That's oil the burns. Either the oil rounds, burns for two deals. rounds and deals five fire damage to any creature that enters the area or ends its turn in the area. Okay. So yeah, you for <laughs> you are roasting uh, roasting beetles. Mm. So Be- good news, you guys can all see a little bit better because um, <laughs> there's a big fire right in right in the middle of you guys as you hear the the shriek and popping and all of those wonderful gross sounds. Mm. Of insects cooking alive. Oh, that's your turn? Yeah. Okay. Seth, you have beetles on you. I also have a question. Yeah, did, did I, did I like, smell the oil when it hit the ground? So I know that there was oil used? Probably. There was. Do, I think that's fair um, to say. Do I you know? Heard, 
you heard a crashing sound. You heard a flick. And now you hear fire and screeching and the smell of cooked beetles. So So I I have a question. And I don't know how this would work out mechanically. Okay. But I know that the last thing you want to do with a grease fire is add water. (laughs) Right. I happen to have a water flask. Huh. Would that do anything much. mechanically? <laughs> <laughs> I expect if you... Sp- I don't know, now that it's on fire. This uh, is a DM call. Roll yeah. me yeah. a... I'm going to have you roll me a... Intelligence Wisdom save. Intelligence roll. 15. So, it probably will not do enough functionally to 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 make a difference. Okay. I, that just popped in my head, and I was just curious. <laughs> well, I don't really have any other options other than to keep smashing things with hammer. Yeah. So I'm going to step away so I'm not hitting myself with okay. the hammer. <laughs> they get an attack of opportunity on you. They certainly do. And 11 misses you. Yes, it does. Uh, and hammer smash. Okay. Hammer hit. Okay. Is it something to do with the more damage with the metal pan underneath that makes the water splashing so dangerous? In uh, a, it uh, the water vaporizes water. and throws right, the oil up, which is atomized, which up. makes a bigger yeah. fire, a big fireball. I don't think right. it would actually cause yeah. more damage to things that are in the pan or the equivalent no. of the pan. <laughs> Because what it might do is it might get the person next to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. all Seth, all Seth knows is that never add water to a grease fire. Yeah. he doesn't yeah, know that's... why. <laughs> I mean, the good news um, is you rolled well. Yeah, uh, I'm going to burn an action surge to continue to bongo drum the Beatles. Okay, I crit. Ooh. You critted on Beatles. That's 2d4 plus 6. Action action surge is the fighter thing, right? Yep. Yep. Yes. Okay, right. I was like, action points don't do that, but that's the difference. Yep, action surge is different. Yeah. 10 more damage. Okay. So that that group of beetles is looking pretty sparse right now. (laughs) Wham! Wham! Have you any idea how I, much? I'm not the... doing. I'm not doing effective damage to it, but I'm doing a lot of damage to it. Yep. <laughs> Whack them all. All right, Edwin, you're up. Okay. Uh, beetle carcasses flying everywhere. Gonna <laughs> scoot all the way over here because I don't want beetles on me, and then I'm going to Sacred Flame. Especially not fiery beetles. <laughs> oh, wait. I went one square wrong. That's where I should have ended up. And I'm going to Sacred Flame these guys. Cool. Because I have one attack that isn't... So those beetles are looking even more scorched now. Because they did not get out of the way with my total of eight on a deck save. And these no, these are the ones that I've been bongo drumming, not the ones that are on fire. Wait, which ones? Yeah, the I bongo. Was going for yeah, the ones that was that the hammered ones. After, oh, not that never mind then. That one's looking okay. <laughs> this one, you actually managed. You, you hit it, and there's a final little squeal sound, and the last of the beetles falls over, twitching. Hey, 
dead beetles. Yeah, I was wondering, other, wondering other, about not, that damage because not that one. This one. one. Yeah, this one's on fire, yep. right? Yeah, that yes, one's on fire. I don't on care. Fire. This one is dead. <laughs> yep. One of the beetles got hit with sacred flame. They are both in my range. Yeah. Yeah. No, no we're, we're good. Just making sure that it was the right one because people kept indicating the other one. <laughs> All right. Alex, you're up. Okay. Uh, Alex, I, with not much else to do, is going to attempt to ray of frost the. Uh, living beetles. Uh, I assume <laughs> this will, I assume this will not put them out, but I don't have anything better to do, so let's just roll it anyway. Oh, never mind. Uh, never well, actually, mind. I don't know. Does that hit? The, yeah, wait, oh, wait, it's a good what, question. What, no, because <laughs> that's a cri- that's a critical fail. Right. Um, roll me a d twenty. Actually, hold on. Can I make that not a critical fail by using an action point? No. Nope. Or does it still would still miss? A one on a, a one on an attack roll is yep. always a fail. That is fair. I just uh, haven't used any action points and wasn't sure whether that would. Oh, that's not hmm. good. I or, don't know. Or it's really good. It's either yeah. not good or really good. I mean, I was doing a contested d twenty roll, and I oh, Gurus well, then... hasn't rolled this yet, but I don't know that it matters that much. So roll damage. Okay. Oh, this is Seth. Take four cold damage because you're directly across from the beetle. That's the second time that's happened. Five. Five. So again, ah, (laughs) walk it off. So you just misjudged how far they were. It's dark. It's not dark. There's a fire in front of me. Yes, but still. (laughs) <laughs> there's a fire which makes it hard to aim I mean it only hit the back of your calf because you were busy smashing into the ones in front of you I just need uh, to never just... have my back turned to Alex is what Dead I'm turning <laughs> I was just to swear loudly just sorry <laughs> that's my turn okay the Beals are going to move on to Bronma who is the one who caught them on fire Except for there's a lot of things on the Beatles right now, so there. Every time you say the Beatles just makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're probably not going to hit because of your armor class, but let's see. Uh, 14 misses you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty, cl- pretty sure. Yep. So here's the question. Yes. Does the fire go with the Beatles? Yes. So then both Branma and the Beatles take five damage. Uh, depends on how we rule it, because okay. technically it's an area that Technically it's yeah. going to be on Branma's turn that that happens, because that's when the fire started and they started taking damage. Well, cause so, yeah. It yeah, says, it depends uh, on whether we're treating any it creature as creature that area enters the area or, or ends its turn in the area is, is when they take damage. So. Or... Or if it's just in the beetles case, that are in covered case, in oil, there was then a call made. In this case, that's how I'm doing it. Okay. So, Gary, you're up. I have this situation again. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have to ready an action again. Yeah. Except, now nah, I don't want to waste my spell slots on this. 
Kira had oh yeah, Kira, Kira wasn't w- wasn't in Eldritch Menis mode yet, but she is now. Uh, she's prepare. Kira is preparing an Eldritch blast and uh, telling Bradma to move over. <laughs> cool. Kira ready is an Eldritch blast for okay. when the bugs aren't covering all covering um, my, one of my party mates. All right, Leyland, you're up. So they're all the ones that are left are on Branma. Yes, correct. I don't know that there's a lot I can do. Indeed, uh, I will ready an action to shoot at them if she moves out of the way. Okay. Actually, can I fix Kira? Kira would have moved slightly to over here. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So you have a couple readied and Brahma. So take five um, fire. Yeah. Um, how big is my iron pot? Cooking pot sized. Okay, because it's heavier than my shield. Hello, this group. I get the weirdest questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that means it's bigger or just made of heavier stuff. I think it has a flat, more flat bottom than your shield. I depend. I mean, it depends on your. Yeah, it is it a wok? I. It's probably more I like mean, a cauldron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, yeah, that's probably fair. It's not exactly going to be wok territory. This seems like a good mm-hmm. opportunity to establish what exactly shape it is. <laughs> That Bramner would have happened to be using to cook. In. Probably some kind I of mean, kettle. It's a cooking I, pot. Cooking yeah, pot, yeah. It's big cylinder, I imagine. Yeah. So I would like to move out and try to smack some with uh, some beetles with my pot. Some okay. readied actions probably go off before that. Yeah, though. you move out. Uh, so... Your guys' ready's actions go off. It's going to get its opportunity attack, and then you get your thing. That's a hit. That's eight force damage. Oh, wow. Wow, nice. That's max damage choice. Consistently high damage from the uh, sources that aren't... Yeah, I have to do some math here. So it wasn't looking too hot from the fire from 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 the continued fire. No, no, it was looking um, entirely too hot from the fire. Well, yes, <laughs> ah puns. And as soon as as soon as Branma moves away, it gets blasted with the with the with the Eldritch blast, and then the the stone skipping like arrow shot that goes in the other direction finishes the rest of them off. You can still smash your pot down on the on on the dead shell things if you want. Kira and Valeus cross slashed. I, I assume I wouldn't really have had an opportunity to stop doing that, so I guess okay. that happens. Okay. Smash. Squish. Put out how the big fire with the, the pot. How big were the individual beetles in these swarms anyway, Jeremy? <laughs> Inch and a half. So okay, tiny. So, still not very large. I'm not a I'm not a fucking insectologist. Uh, <laughs> Entomologist. Yes, I that am, thing. 
I am rubbing <laughs> no, that's, my... No, that, that, that's fairly decent-sized for a beetle, I guess. I'm rubbing I mean, course, my they're calf. Not like, they're not like monstrous... Hit. No, they're not beetles. monster beetles. No. You're, <laughs> like you are not facing a swarm of dire beetles. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, the most damage I've taken in the past two episodes have been from my own party members. <laughs> Yes, so, uh, we're, we're all we're aware that we were the ones who damaged ourselves during this encounter. <laughs> from Alex. <laughs> actually, are we um, are we done with combat? Then? Yes, yes. And it, then it's sort of actually curious into that silent, not really silence, because there's still that weird echoing sound of just a whole ecology of life down here. But there might there's be some nothing cracking and popping too. I mean, there's also the sound of Seth, like, cursing in Elvish while rubbing his calf. <laughs> yeah, Alex will approach while he does this and uh, just say, uh, sorry about the leg here, and, like, hands him a uh, healing potion, because she hey. can make healing potions. Hey, I will say, that's, it, that, it's okay. Here, uh, and, and then gulp down the healing potion. That is uh, 2d4 plus 2. Uh, Kira is curious about uh, whether any of the beetles <laughs> got uh, 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 cooked in a fitting fashion for them to be eaten. That is exactly why Brahma moved over to that square. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kira and Brahma are looking for tasty beetles. <laughs> roll me an investigation roll. Okay. Can well, I that... get a survival roll for yeah. if this is oh. a horrible idea? Yeah. Okay. I am... I don't even... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys... It'll probably be fine. They don't (laughs) look like poisonous beetles, so you think it's probably okay. Can I try and climb this thing? Renman, Kira... You can. Isn't isn't it just a crumbling wall? It's just like a ten-foot-tall crumbling wall. I I want to get some height to see further. Okay, roll me an athletics roll. How about acrobatics? <laughs> I don't think no athletics for this one. Okay. Because uh, you're trying yeah. to, you're, again, that's a body strength kind of thing. Not Athletics is for jumping. Yeah. And climbing. If you run at the so wall it's slow and going. jump up it. <laughs> <laughs> it's slow going, but you're, but you're able to get up there. doesn't really give you, so you can see from here, I mean, you can see it below, but you've got to, got to clear the ceiling's about 30 feet here. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like it continues about that height all the way through. You can sort of see a little bit further. You can see sort of where it looks like this was probably a small street area at some point. Okay. You can see sort of the shells of, of buildings around. You can see sort of where, where streets would be. You can't really. It doesn't give you a whole lot more of you because it's still it's still a matter of how far you can see in terms of light. Okay, cool. But yeah, it gives you a little bit more. Um, uh, Brandman and Kira, you guys certainly. Kira, everything you're finding is the stuff that got completely smashed and is probably not good to eat. Brandman, you find a few there, some pretty edible ones, well cooked. Yep, I'm um, gonna try dusting them off and baiting one. Okay. I mean, it tastes pretty good for stir fry. Um, I, I, I completely ignoring the scene behind me because <laughs> no matter how hungry I get, I will will not eat beetles. Okay. Um, I I'm gonna step up to this broken piece of wall and sort of lean around it, take a look. Okay. 
Do I see anything that catches my attention further on? Not at this point. I mean, it's the you can see sort of uh, a little bit further, as much as you can see. In terms of, it looks like it's opening up into a larger intersection there. Okay, I'm just gonna uh, might give along. you might be, looks like it might be a way to go. Just scooting along the wall to get a better okay. view. And you can see sort of a building go over. Run after my brother. <laughs> see Make sort sure of a building over far. to your left. Okay. Does it look like it's more intact than the others? Yes, it is a little bit more intact. All right. Uh, step back over here and just sort of whistle loudly, to, loudly enough to be uh, to get the attention of everybody. And just thumb my sh- thumb over my shoulder in the direction of that building. Alex was just sort of looking around into the darkness. We'll follow along. We'll head over towards it. Um, yeah, I'm just going to head towards Phelan. See if he's all good. Yeah, I'll come down. Okay. All right. I'm going to start heading that way. Keeping and yeah, you guys for... come out into like I said. This yeah. this looks like it was a a more open area somewhere that, if not a street area, at least was sort of a plaza between these other buildings. This this sort of area over here looks like as you guys get a little bit closer, you can see sort of the the again it's, the walls are largely crumbled and and broken down. But g- g- roll me, I will make it religion rolls <laughs> as you guys get a little bit closer. An 18. Uh, On, with can my I make zero this modifier. without proficiency? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, I have okay, no You can always make the roll. Okay. You can always Strangely try. Strangely enough, I have a better religion role than my cleric brother. Yeah, so... no, Edwin doesn't know a ton about. Other gods. Formalized so, religion, I was going to yeah. say, but yeah. Kara Valen, it's not, they're not quite well-formed enough for you guys to, to really pick it out. Alex, again, lots of book study. And, and, and Seth and Edwin, you guys pick it up because this is, this is actually a deity that is somewhat common in, in, in the lower area. Brahma, you pick it up. Because this is a this is a religion that is that is close to your people, you can see the fragments of 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 ancient symbols of Onatar, who is the god of artifice and the forge, sort of built into into the the pieces of the wall and a couple columns that are that are sort of sitting outside. I think that would explain why Alex knows pretty knows that one. Yes, what? exactly. Seeing that symbol, I'm going to just like trot over and take a look inside the building. Okay. Alex is also actually. What does it look like? What does it look like is inside other than rubble? So, inside, oh, go ahead and make me a perception check. Alex is also very very interested. Not interested enough to actually pay any attention, apparently. Oh, you you you're sort of having to rely on what light you actually have instead of your curse your damn human eyes (laughs) so inside it looks like most of any kind of of internal structure was was pretty much gone you see obviously there's a whole lot of rubble inside uh places where the walls sort of sort of falling apart 
part, Seth and Edwin both sort of sort of peeking in can see off in the in the northern uh, northwest corner. It looks like there's something sort of buried underneath the underneath all the rubble up here. You guys can't make quite make it out from where you're at. I'm gonna head over to it and just see Seth if I does can does that, I quickly it. like tap his shoulder, cast guidance. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to pull out my crowbar and just like sort of shove things off of whatever it is. Okay, so you head over there. Your head's inside. Yeah, because clearly they've spotted something interesting. Right, and buried amidst the uh, amidst all the rubble, and it's sort of hard to see from the door. But when you get up, you can you can definitely first of all you can hear sort of the general sounds of of. As you're approaching, sort of disturbing, disturbing the area, of uh, a couple of little pieces of pieces of pebbles and like fall into what sounds like water over there. Um, you get closer, and it looks like it is some kind of holy font huh. that was pretty well hidden amongst when that portion of the wall collapsed. I'm gonna clear it away as much as I can okay. and. Is it like strictly ceremonial, or is there something like magical about it? Roll me an arcana roll. Kira comes to look closer and rolls arcana. Ooh, a twelve and a third and a twenty-three. See, so you're you're not sure, Seth. Kira, yes, it look. There is definitely something magical about it. It seems like you get close. You sort of look look in at it, and of particular, you note that despite the fact that it's been here for centuries, perhaps a little, perhaps over a millennia, uh, the inside is completely clean. Any kind of it should have it should have taken some kind of damage with the amount of of the wall that's collapsed around it, but the actual the actual bowl that it's being held in is is is, is pristine. Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yes, Kira. Oh, this is definitely magic. Is there water in it? Yes. Yes, that's what appears to be the magic. Uh, I scoop some out and drink it. All right. Uh, How much? A handful. Okay. Can I make a survival or religion roll as he does this? Sure. Roll me a religion roll. Okay. Kira is just observing these effects, trying to observe. Yeah. You're thinking it's probably fine. Like fonts like this in in pre-Gallifarian history were used as a way of the priests would bless these in okay. order to help heal the sick and things like that. So just a second. Edwin Edwin just is like watches people pick up bugs off the ground, put it's probably fine. Can check, but it's probably fine. So, how many hit points are you down? Two. You get those back. Hey, I'm just gonna look over my shoulder. It's good water. Um, is there anything else in this area? Looking around, it that seems to be the primary. Like everything else, all of the rubble in the middle appears to be where you know, like pews and and the like would have been. And sort of the altar up here. You guys sort of search through that. Don't really find anything of value. Okay. Anything. It's probably been looted long, long time ago. 
the font probably would have been drained if it hadn't been hard to notice. Um, yeah, not much that you can you can see a value unless you have a particular love of rotting wood or nope. ancient stone. I satisfied my curiosity. Okay. I'm heading out of the building now. Um, I see a thing a over thing? here that looks like wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there looks different. It catches my eye. I see yes. that direction. As you guys, as you guys sort of step outside of the step outside of the, of the temple, you sort of glance up there, and yeah, you see a sort of structure. Looks like there is some kind of. As you get closer, looks like it's a door. Uh huh. What's with the rock formation here? That's it looks like a boulder. It's a big rock formation. Okay. Okay. Just a big I just boulder. thought I saw funny shapes in it. It's actually no, that's actually like at one point it was probably a giant column. Okay. And it's just fallen apart over the years. All right. Um so I'm gonna it probably gives you some worry about the stability because it's it it's it's long since collapsed, but yeah. so I just you know in my curiosity, natural state of curiosity, I head over to the door and inspect it. Okay. Uh, Alex, really, Alex Brahma Valen, is there anything you guys are up to right now? Um, I was just going to ask what they found in the building. Okay. The previous building? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, oh, guys. I sort of, sort of skipped you guys. Kira, Kira, would, re- Kira would reply, um, a magical font. It seemed, uh, it seemed to have... It may have healing properties. Hmm. I would like water, to go. Uh, Seth, the water tastes good. <laughs> I would like to go have a look at that fountain, okay. font uh, back here. I assume. Yep. It was in the corner. Yeah. Um. So I would like to try and get a little bit into my pot. Okay. Yeah, that's and, not a problem. You can get a pretty decent amount in there. Oh, it'll it'll and, probably drain most of it, actually. No, no, just just a little bit. As a, oh, just a little? Like, okay. Oh, actually, that's and try, and try to drink it from the pot. Okay. Okay. Try- I, I'm mainly saying to, like, going to try and see if it still works when it's not, like, directly out oh, of the... Oh, okay. I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, it's like, does it need to be directly from the source, or does it have some portability? In addition to its possibility. Mm. See, Brahma Brahma thought beyond the immediate. Yes. (laughs) Seth did not. So yeah, you you sort of scoop some in, you drink it, and it definitely seems to... You didn't necessarily get enough, unless you were going for enough for like a full drop. You didn't quite get enough to for any healing magic, so to speak, but you can definitely feel some kind of tingling. Feels like mm. it might be healing value. <laughs> Could to a healing I potion. try and fill my water skin from it? Yeah. Okay. What have I you found, Brenda? Well, this water that everyone was apparently going on about looks like it still works when it's not directly from the from the source, so I'm taking some with me. Worst case scenario, it turns out to be regular water after a while. That's a good idea. That's very interesting. Um, Alex is going to fill up a vial that she 
because she has okay. any vials. And um, between the two of you, I, there's probably enough for you to fill your water skin and you to fill your vial. Okay. I I will just quickly note that if Alex is coming in here, technically there's no light, really. That's oh. not necessarily true. Uh, that from, is true. from where it cuts off. For some reason, you have 80 feet of light. Uh, yeah. Because Alex has the Alex had the pebble that was had light spell on it. Oh, no, that's no, right. I, I thought that went, that, thought that went back onto the quarter staff. staff. Yeah. Uh, you that's that's why I was just just, check, just double checking. I did I did mention it earlier, but it hasn't it didn't matter before now, so I Boom. hadn't. Actually... You have no light. Okay. Well, then I stumble around until yes. I because because I, I was in here when Edwin was in here, so I did yeah, see you know where it around. Yeah. Well, yeah, Brunman would come over and just make sure that like no trips or anything happen along the way. Right. Okay. So Alex. that then the water would happen. I guess Ed, uh, Alex will have to stick uh, pretty close to Edwin for for now. Unless, Edwin uh, will we'll retroactively <laughs> realize that and take out a torch. Yeah. Cool. I did take, um... light a torch, hand it to Alex. Okay, well then I guess... Uh, Anyone else my light, my light need a light source? Uh, and for, for clarification, the torch is 80 feet of light with dim light starting at 40 feet. That's why you had a torch going at some point. I did have yeah. a torch in the, on the previous map, but then that went away when we went down a hole. Yes. Well, it probably so... went away when you were trying to cast and do combat in water. Oh, but... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Actually, that was I got the torch after that, but I put it away again oh, when we had our rest and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, the point is I didn't have it, but it didn't matter until now because we we're all in one area fighting yes. bugs anyway. There you go. Um, is there enough water that I can fill the skin and drink after Alex has the vial as well? It's pro. It's probably enough. So you've got basically two drinks in the water skin. Alex has the vial, and that pretty much. Drain okay. what's there. Oh, good. I was just saying if I needed to do anything now or that comes later. So yeah. that will be for a later. While uh, everyone else is doing that, I'm sort of looking at the building, trying to get a sense of how old it might be. Okay. Um, how tall is it? Is Does it look like it's in good repair? Okay. So yeah, you guys, well, well, well they're getting their healing potions, essentially. Um... You guys, you guys head over here. So roll me. I'm gonna make it an investigation roll to sort of, sort of poke around the poke around the wall a little bit and see. And is that also for me checking out? The door? Yes. I mean, there's stuff you're gonna see automatically, anyways, because you know you have eyes. But yep. we rolled okay. exactly the same. So, Valen, you start sort of, sort of looking around, sort of more towards the side. Um, it is about 15 foot tall. Um, as you start sort of moving around the side over here, yep. um, you don't see anywhere. Like, it seems to be actually a solid wall uh, closer uh-huh. to, like, what the um, what the temple was. Uh, these appear to be the only two real structures in this area that haven't fallen apart in some way. Whether that's because of some kind of magic or what, who knows. Um, hmm, okay. 
as you're sort of as you're sort of poking around, you do get um you get sort of a sense of the size of it, which is fairly large. Can fair sight larger than the than than the temple was. Good guess as far as you're concerned that this is probably the foundry. That's the thing um, we're here for, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, Seth, you come up to the door on what looked like wood at first because of how far you're, you are away. You get closer and it's actually just that the amount of age and everything has sort of, sort of put a layer of, of, of muck and grime on it. You sort of start start feeling around the wall. It's much much harder than wood. Um, you don't have a lot of experience with this substance, but you are guessing somehow that it is uh, adamantite. Some some form of hard metal. Yes. Um. Um. You see that. Um. It's a double door set. And spanning both sides of it is that same uh, uh, sort of uh, ancient archaic hammer and anvil that was on the journal and was on the hatch. I pull the journal out and apply it to door. Okay. Does anything happen? You take the journal out. You make sure that the that that the emblem is sort of facing it. You hold it up to it. A couple seconds pass. A couple Nothing more happens. pass. I'm going to move About forward. Twenty seconds pass. Nothing's happening. Yeah. I, I I move forward and push the door. <laughs> okay. It is locked. Aha. Uh-huh. Or barred or something. Can I check and see which one of those it is? Because I have ways around both of those. Yes, you can. Uh, perception? Yes. Ten? You're thinking locked? Can I like, try it, to It's lock? hard to tell because it's the doors don't really have any give, but that could be the weight of the metal that, you know, you're yeah. just not... Is there is is there a lock I could theoretically pick? You don't see a lock. Uh, Valen turns around and is like, anyone got any ideas? Well, our resident architecture student, how did these things build, get built? Good question, Jeremy. What do roll I know? Roll me a history roll. I'm going to continue to see if I can find, like, if there's like um, a, a gap between the door that might be able to shove something through, anything like that. Might I be able to partake of that history yeah, roll as well? Absolutely. Would that be affected by uh, my stone cunning? Any advantage or anything? No, not your stone cunning in this case. Okay. Uh, because of don't... reasons. Uh, 17. Okay. And 13. So, Bramit, you know that this is probably, this probably comes from a time before when when the houses were really look, working together. So there's not not a lot of your knowledge can really be applied because you would be thinking in terms of like, okay, what would house counteract? Uh, you don't, you, you start sort of, sort of looking around it and you don't see anywhere for a lock. 
On the other hand, there is just like you start pushing against it a little bit and you do feel just the slightest bit of give. So your guess is that there's a lock, but it's not one that's obvious. Alex, you, this is this is your an ancient version of your house, but this is your house. You are guessing that there is some kind of if your if your house is is protecting anything, they are usually doing it through some kind of magical item. Is there any or magical? some kind of spell or something? Uh, Roll me an arcana. So you start looking around and you start, you, you see, like, you start wiping away some of the grime and that. And you can sort of see now underneath that, it's still dirty and it's still sort of the, the I don't know what the word that I'm trying to think of here, uh, tarnish. Still, it's still tarnished, but you can see the magical seals. This has an arcane lock on it. Okay. What do I know about arcane locks? Is that, can I, like, sort of mechanically as well, is that a thing that I can just try to open with arcane checks, or does that need some other sort of... So, you can, you, you can break, you can break or, or, or pick it. Uh, there, it's very, very difficult because there's not anywhere in particular that you're, that there's not a particular lock that you actually have to do. It's sort of working with the actual, the actual seal itself uh so it's much more difficult to do you know that there are there you can set passwords you know that dispelling magic works you know that casting knock will suppress them or suppress the arcane lock for a short amount of time those Um, are really or you could try to break it down which is also much more difficult than it would be for a normal door the 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 book we have is it mm-hmm. now readable or is it st- is it back to being blank? I mean, it's in my hands. I know it's, I'm it's readable. Jeremy. It's okay. readable. Can we read it to see if there's any message of like? Oh, by the way, when you get to this door, there's a password. I'll I'll hand it over. Cool. Throw me Alex an investigation will. roll. Alex will thumb through it and see what the, uh, she can find that might help us. And I'm like, I'm like using my pocket knife and like scraping gunk off to see if I can. Alex find will anything. be absurdly competent at all of the nerdy things. Alex, <laughs> really? the, the way, Alex, Alex will also just maybe like point, try over there, and like point at a part of the door that she thinks he might be able to have more more use on if he is going to ever pick it. But anyway, yeah. and yeah. go back to reading the book. So yeah, Alex points out the the the. the I assume Seth is sigils. I assume Seth has worked with magical locks before. I don't know what his skill level is, but here's where I you mean, want to go. I'm pretty good at picking locks if I can make an attempt. You can go ahead and try while 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 Alex is is reading through trying to. Um. I, so I, I critically <laughs> succeed. Christ, you Not guys. that it matters. Sorry. <laughs> so you're reading I through trying to find. I rolled a twenty-six. Trying to find the like a password or something like that, uh, and the problem is, I mean, you're you're getting through it quickly. And you probably would have found it if there is one in there. I mean, you can keep reading, but it's a lot of diagrams. It's written in 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 a much more old, much older, more stilted language, 
and, and you think you're almost to the part. Meanwhile, Seth, you are trying to you, you look at the you look at the seal, you start you know, working your picks around it, and it takes about five minutes. It's not quick because critical role or critical success or not, it's still hand picking an arcane lock. Yeah. But you eventually find like just the right order to get your get your picks in, sort of push in, and you see this sort of it sort of um uh uh glows for just a second. You guys all hear a click sound and one of the doors sort of creaks a little bit. I will push it open with my foot. Okay. As that's happening, because that does take some time, I'm yes. gonna cast guidance on myself and just keep a lookout. Okay. I realize that I have a light spell up and I can't see very far, but Yeah, no worries. Just... And and then and, and, and uh, adding a D four to that. So pushing it with your door does not open it. It's still a very, 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 very push heavy adamantite door. But you can push it open now. Yeah, I, I push it open is the yeah. imperative portion of that statement. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a brown mode would help with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex will actually take a step back and let the uh, fighters <laughs> Okay. So as you guys sort of He was saying Alex is going to tuck the book away. Okay. So as you guys sort of sort of uh, step inside, it is the, the the building itself is a what you guys would probably probably imagine what an ancient foundry would look like. Um, <laughs> it is the, as, as you guys step in. The first thing that you see is that right sort of in the. It, it, right near the door itself. Uh, a large chunk of the ceiling fell in at some point, uh, crushing sort of cabinets and shelves that underneath all of its weight. And something else. And something else. You can see the remains of what appears to be a metal dog that was caught within it, caught within those stones that's sort of jutting out. Uh, you guys can see sort of dusty shells that are lining the, the southern wall. Uh, you guys can see this huge forge and furnace that are filling the eastern side of the room. I'm, uh, I'm, this appears to be of y- used in centuries. I'm going to kick the metal dog to make sure it's not functioning. Okay. Uh, you go ahead and the kick dog. it. And it makes sort of a resounding clang sound. And as you do, you hear the sounds of growling. Not from the floor, not from the not from the 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 thing that you just kicked. It's coming from somewhere in this direction, and you see, sort of in the corners of the rooms, the uh, each corner of the room, north and south, these pair of glowing eyes sort of uh, appear, as if eyes have just been opened. I'm going to step well, in front of Alex. <laughs> what color are they? Uh, they're sort of a reddish color. Uh, I thought it might be. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> like, I, I, I hear that. See the eyes and step around in front of Alex so that she doesn't get jumped by whatever it is. And that you is, see, that is fair. yeah, these two sort of 
other metal dogs sort of approaching uh, towards you guys. We previously established that like construct type things aren't affected by sleep, right? Correct. Uh, I okay. reach back. I reach back a hand towards Alex. Do you have that journal still? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm I'll, holding I'll, my hand up. Yeah, I will. I will hand it to him. Uh, I'm going to hold the journal out towards the dogs and see if they react to it. So I'm actually going to make you roll in this because they are moving towards you. That's fine. Combatively. But we'll see how it works out. That didn't add me to a thing, but I got an eight. (laughs) Yeah. uh... I didn't have my thing checked. Whoops. That was the wrong uh, scroll down. Never mind. Let's click that again. For my second roll. There we go, 17, much better. Uh, you need to right-click on my token to add me to the initiative. Yeah, I'm... Oh, yeah. right. Was doing you a roll. roll. I was rolling some an, initi- an initiative for... Yep. Dog. And the twins have a slow start. Hey, do I have a higher dex than the dogs? What is your dex? 18. Yes. Yes! I go first. Well, not first, but before then. <laughs> oh, that worked out nice. Okay. So, yes, the dogs are pre- look like they are preparing to move in to attack. Uh, Alex, what are you doing? Uh, I am actually waiting to see what happens with the book thing. Okay. So, I will prepare um, Ray of Frost if they de- definitely attack. Basically. Okay. Otherwise, I am just waiting in to see what's happening. Cool. Gear up. Uh, is this rubble thing uh, difficult to move in? Difficult terrain, yes. Okay. Although I suppose I don't. You mind can it skirt as around much. it if you want. Yeah, but I think I'm fine. Or you can climb up things. onto it. I think I'll climb up on it and and. Ready an Eldritch Blast in case if they uh, basically if if they advance. No, okay. wait. Let me uh, let me think about that. Yeah, if if they move towards us. Okay, Valen. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen the move yet, so I will ready an action to attack this one if it comes if it attacks. Uh. Branma or Seth or anyone else in front. This one over here? Yeah, the one. Okay. The other one. Which one's down there? I think I can see that. Branma? I will use my action to dodge. Okay. And just not move. Okay. And Seth. So yeah, I hold the book out towards them and see if they react to it. I do have my I do have my hand on my long sword, so if I need to attack if I so basically uh holding the book out and then readying an action to attack if they try to attack me or Bronmo or Alex. Okay. I'm going to have you roll me... Roll me a persuasion roll. Okay. 18. Not bad. Not bad at all. I'm very charming. Let us know when. <laughs> I charm at the dogs. 
So it, it's not as much charm as it is like force of personality, like animal, like it's not animal handling necessarily, but yeah. it's a stay kind of, kind of thing. So as you do that, they are currently, they're in the process of moving towards you and that halts them for a moment. Like they get probably about five feet closer to you. Um, that halts them, and they're not looking at you. They're not looking at Alex that you can see. Instead, they start doing sort of this prowling back and forth. They are looking, they're staring particularly at Branma, probably just because she's the closest one that's not you two. Yeah. But they are not attacking right now. Okay. Um, that makes it Edwin's turn, I guess? Yep. Edwin's gonna actually walk into the building because he's keeping lookout outside. Um, see the situation. Okay. Don't know if this is something I can do, but I'm gonna ask because that's okay. the name of the game today. Um, can I like make a perception check, see if I can locate that thing that we're looking for? The schema? Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay. <laughs> so you're looking around and you don't see anything that looks like it. Like like you, you start looking sort of at, at the shelves over here, uh, doing a quick scan of those. You don't really see anything from where you're at. No, nothing. nothing particularly stands out from where you're at. Okay. Then I'm going to prepare a sacred flame on the one that's over here. Okay. Readying, not actually. Ready, yes. Actually, yeah. readying on this one, because that's the one that might get into my range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess it's my turn then. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alex is actually going to back up a bit and see if that makes the dogs act any differently. And, uh, but continue to prepare Ray of Frost if they uh, start aggressing. Roll me, roll me an insight roll. Okay. Christ. All these oh, non-combat crits. This is making up for the the ones that I rolled several times earlier. <laughs> I guess. Anytime you need, anytime Alex needs the 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 knowledge or or, or brainy stuff, Dwayne. Anytime needs the combat, does damage to Seth. Um, <laughs> it's great. So I'll you see. Trade. I think I prefer it this way around. Yeah, no, no, it works out beautifully for Alex character wise. So you sort of step back and, and and you're sort of observing their behavior. Like the one that's sort of uh, northmost looks at you and follows follows your attention as you're as like it's sort of interested to see what you're going to do, but doesn't seem to have any aggressive. You sort of interpret the behavior as like guard dog. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're taking they're taking no aggressive action towards you and Seth. Hmm. Make of that what you will. 
<laughs> they do seem to be taking that sort of almost hackles raised, like ready to attack. You're guessing that if any of the rest of them come forward, they're going to get attacked. Okay. So, so okay. I said I was going to ready uh, by Ray of Frost there. Mm-hmm. But given the, that interpretation, can I continue to move instead? Yes. Before I decide what I'm going to do with my actual action? Yes. Okay. I am going to move. Wait, let's see. Have I looked? I moved 5, 10, 15, 20. No, that's like 20 because of difficult terrain. Right. Like 30. What about, I've only got 30. I'm actually going to move slightly back towards them again. Like, okay. It's, unfortunately, as far as I can get because of the difficult terrain. Right. Um, I will ready the thing in case they're attacking anybody, but otherwise okay. I will end my turn. Going to communicate or no? Talking is a free action if you wanted to tell anybody what oh. you learned. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I I have, Alex has a theory, but I don't think she has a theory that she can explain easily, so. (laughs) Without revealing certain bits of information that that Alex wants to keep. keep. (laughs) Yes, that is true, but that's actually not why. She's just like, oh, she, she, she hasn't actually like fully processed. She's like, maybe, and steps start stepping forward again. So she hasn't actually come up with her theory just yet. So, okay. She does not say anything. This is okay. She is holding her action. She's readying her uh, frost. Uh, what do they say? Ray of frost. If somebody, yes. if their dogs attack in any way, but otherwise her turn is over. Okay. So Kira, see Alex uh, sort of step back and step forward again. The dogs are still prowling. There's sort of um, a bit of a hesitation between those two steps, but yeah. Yeah. It's... They're just stepping around. Uh. So what's happening happening in the center of the room? I'm holding a book out, and they've stopped approaching. Okay. Ah. Okay. I'm holding I'm holding uh, the journal out, and they stopped. Approaching. Yeah, Kira. Kira is in a, a whole pattern. Uh, Kira is maintaining her uh, uh, ready. If uh, the uh, hounds take offensive action, then Kira is going to blast them. Okay. That's all she's going to do. She's going to hold here. All right. Valen? It's really tempting Anything to just beyond holding? Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's holding and nothing's happening. Well, it hasn't gotten back to my turn yet. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, same as before. Okay. Rama. <sighs> that is sort of... Weirdness yeah. in the design of the encounter. That's my bad. <laughs> That's fine. I will move in front of Seth and also dodge again. Okay. Uh, can That's I a hold thing a, you can do. Can I use my reaction to hold an arm out to try to stop Brownman from moving? You can certainly try. I mean, you can, you can, you can free action and say, hey. Um, yeah, because I, I definitely want to like try to indicate to Brownman not to move. Okay. Mm. Yeah, put a hand on. Put a yeah, hand just on like, her like, shoulder. As, 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 like, as, as, as Brahma starts to move, just like hold, like hand out in front of her, like very clearly indicating stop. Uh, and then it's up uh, to Brahma whether she stops yeah. or not. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's a thing that happened. Okay. Seth, you're up. 
I am stepping around Brahma saying, move back and holding the book between Brahma and the, the dog that's closest. Okay. Because I act on instinct <laughs> and it seems they don't seem to be hostile towards me. So I'm placing myself between the one they are being hostile towards and them. Okay. Are you saying uh, you were, you were saying, saying move back to I'm Brahma. saying move back to everyone. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted. That was not a directed statement. That was a general statement. Okay. Hopefully the dogs will take it as being directed towards them too. So yes, for their action, the dogs actually give sort of a growl at... Because it looked like, as, as you're moving forward, because since you're technically going on the same initiative, you just yeah. have the slightest edge. The <laughs> dogs were getting ready to pounce on the dwarf. But yeah, you sort of stop them and they growl and sort of slide back into their positions. Oh. <laughs> and sort of lower themselves into sort of a sitting, almost crouching, that that, that sort of position that, that an animal takes when they're not at ease, but they're yeah. not, yeah. Yeah. They're in reserve at the moment. And they sort of crouch there almost expectantly. Okay. Are we still in initiative? Not unless anybody wants to throw, start throwing spells or attacks. Mm. Edwin, if you have anything you want to do at the, as the last action on the turn. I was thinking about casting Sanctuary, but... Mm. No, I'm just holding Guiding okay. the Sacred Flame still. Okay. And roll me a Perception roll also. Thanks. Okay. Uh, that was persuasion. The, the... Uh, that was performance. <laughs> You're slowly growing my power skills. <laughs> okay. I don't know why all okay. of those look exactly the same to me. Yeah. Cool. And we're essentially out of initiative then. Okay. Right. So yeah, I'm keeping myself between the rest of the group and the dogs and keeping the journal visible, I'm going to step up towards the forge, I guess it is. Okay. And see if I can't see the schema, whatever it is we're looking for. Yeah, they look... The dogs don't look like they are being aggressive at this point since you've essentially told them to back off. Yeah. I'm going to try leaving the room. Okay. right. So you leave. They're still in that same. They're still in that same position, just because there are people that are in here who are not necessarily on the approved list, so to speak. Kira lowers. I'm going to maintain like the same technical spot, but stay sort of outside the door, but trying to still have a line of sight in. Okay. Kira, uh, Kira's, uh, Kira's book goes back into its case, and uh, and uh, the purple energy she was holding dissipates, and Kira starts walking. It starts pacing after Seth. I'm going to call back over my shoulder, stay back. Yeah, Kira gets down to over here and stops. Um, okay. 
Do I see anything on so this? So as you approach, device? yeah, as you approach the forge itself, it's it's this huge sort of combination forge and furnace com- and you probably wouldn't know the know the diff. It just looks like it looks like a particularly complex uh, a forge and furnace, primitive just because of how old it is, but still like higher than what most of what you've seen because you've seen fairly simple blacksmithing and things it's like more that. complex than a hammer and an anvil and a fire correct <laughs> while seth's doing that i'm looking at all the other stuff in the room okay just roll me an investigation then and as, as you walk towards the forge you can see on, on top of it there are these uh three sort of depressions that are sort of evenly evenly spaced atop the forge mm-hmm. uh that show a show a pentagon Gram, a triangle, and a square. A pentagram? Or a pentagon. Oh, right, okay. Sorry, I was very confused there for a second. Pentagon. Okay. The one that's the shape, not the one that's the religious symbol. <laughs> yes, um, okay. did, did, did the person who hired us tell us what the schema looked like? Yes. Okay. So it looked like uh, uh, it was a piece of adamantite. Uh, it was a... a, a pointed star that was about the size of your hand. Can I just okay. clarify, you said there were three um, like hollow sort of depressions. Right. Yeah. Okay, right. Valen, um, you start looking around and you start looking like, like taking a closer look at, at the shelves and the like. Don't see anything there. You see like, you know, some basic forge supplies. But you don't see much there. So uh, I'm going to climb, I'm going to like just sort of climb up towards those uh, depressions and look towards the pentagon, pentagonal uh, shaped okay. depression. Okay. What are you looking for specifically? I'm looking to see if the schema is in there. Oh. Unless these are, unless I can, no, like, it's not quite, it's, sorry, it's not quite that big. It's okay, probably, okay. the, they're probably about maybe a couple of inches wide. Okay. Uh, so maybe it, so, about maybe about half an inch deep. Okay, so they're empty spots. They're not. They're not like Correct. currently filled with a thing. Yeah. So is there any sign of the the schema that we're supposed to find that we're supposed to be finding? Not that you can see at, at the moment. So Vela, now that you're back, so you're you're looking around. You don't see anything on those. And you know what, Kira and Alex, from where you're at, you guys can also make a. I'm generally just sort of inspecting all of the yes. stuff in. Can the I? Okay. Can I make a perception check? Sure. Sorry, you, you were saying Kira and Alex, you can, and then you... Make a perception okay. roll. Okay. 18. Do I get any sort of advantage for having worked in forges, etc. before? I will I actually... Does Kira? Not advantage in this case. Okay. Kira hasn't worked in them, but Kira has knowledge of them. Yeah, yeah, of some level. I just thought Alex might know where you like. Where would you look for these sorts of? Where would these sorts of things be in a forge if you were going to store them? Because uh, you haven't worked in 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 one of this sort of. No, this is very old. Age. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Um, Fifteen. Okay, and Kira, what are we rolling? A perception. Perception. Okay, not likely to improve the scores, but who knows? Yeah. Poor Kira. It's dark. 
I'm yeah, quite dark. used to rolling rolling um, bad with this character. So you guys, from where you're standing, sort of look down. And you guys look down at the metal dog at your guys' feet, the crushed one. And Alex, you happen, or you happen to look down specifically. And you notice that there is a small little metal indentation in its forehead that looks like there used to be something there. Is it? Does it happen to be pentagonal or pentagramal? <laughs> it does happen to be pentagonal. Wow. Isn't that a coincidence? Yes. <laughs> Can I explore amongst the rubble and yep. where the dog is, etc.? Uh, would you like me to make a roll of any kind? Yeah, go for it. Roll me an investigation roll. Fantastic. That's a terrible. From Never where mind. you're looking, you're probably a little too far away to notice. Yeah. I'm still I'm still thinking it's got to be around the forge somewhere. Yes. So you're looking around the forge. You're not seeing, like, there's no... You're looking for, like, where would they hide something like this? Like, you're trying to, like, like reach into the forge itself, or yeah, maybe like, they buried it in is the... Is there a secret compartment anywhere? Exactly. Not that you are finding. Yeah. You're guessing if there's a secret compartment, that's what you're trying to open. Yeah. Alex, you start sort of sifting through the rubble, which people in the room at least notice, but you're not, a lot of it's really heavy that you can't quite push aside. You haven't found it yet. I have a sudden inspiration, and I'm going to walk over towards one of the dogs, mm-hmm. and I'm holding, still holding the book out. It looks these, up these, at you. These are mechanical, like, golems. They're, like, they're, mm-hmm. they're construct, constructs. Correct. Looks up with you, those sort of Disturbing, glowing eyes. Can you communicate in common? Its head tilts slightly. I'll take that as a no. That somewhat confused dog look. (laughs) I I I figured, you know, if you're making guard dogs, maybe they can speak. Who knows? All right. Is there an illustration of the schema in the journal? Yes. Okay, I'm going to flip to it and hold it out towards the dog and point at it. Do you know where this is? Roll me an insight roll. It doesn't give any... <laughs> I have... It caused the head to the other side. Neither I nor the dog know what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Did Alex... Yes, back to, no, back to you guys. The... Uh, just as a reference, did Alex have the uh, three shapes on the forge? Or was that not something she would have noticed like, at this point? I wasn't really looking around so much before. Yeah, you weren't really looking at it yet. Okay, that's fine. Alex will continue to sift through the rubble. Since, since you guys are communication masters, yeah, I don't think that information has been passed along. No, that's... Exactly um, why I check. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that maybe I just got the stupid dog. I'm gonna go try again <laughs> with the other one. <laughs> so while they're doing, well, well, Alex is sifting through rubble, and Seth is trying to talk to Robo Dogs. Um, <laughs> Bronma, Edwin, <laughs> Kira, and Valen, what are you guys up to? I'm trying to keep an eye both on. Inside and and outside, because we do technically have assassins coming after us, probably still. That is a fair bet to possibly think. 
So keeping an eye on both of those places sort of as well as I can, probably mostly with hearing anyways, because I can't see very far. I'll just roll the perception check in case it matters. Okay. Uh, How about Branma? Um, She's facing away from the door. A little bit of a sulk, but mostly guard duty. Okay. And go ahead and roll a perception as well. Okay. Now that's the one that's the performance, right? (laughs) (laughs) Performance or persuasion, or it's one of those pieces. Yeah, close enough for government work. To each other. (laughs) Sorry, I can't help it. That was. They are all next to each other and have the same first three letters. To be fair, I did that. I did that a couple of times too. Like persuasion. No wait, performance. No wait, perception. All right, how uh, Kira and Valen? What are you guys up to? Uh, well, I haven't found anything particularly on here, right? No, you have not found anything as of. Okay, I'm gonna go check out the uh, squashed dog. Okay, so you walk over to where Kira sort of on her hands and knees, sort of sifting through, yeah. or mm. Alex. Sorry, if we if we move this rubble, you might be able to have a better look. Mm-hmm. That is very possible. I think that was Valen talking to Alex. Right. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. If you, if you, if I, uh, I am curious. I have. I have a theory. I, yeah, I have a theory. I'm, I'm wondering if this, this dog. You see the pentagon on its head. We're looking for a pentagram-shaped thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. The, the, the shape, as I understand it, is a pentagon. The thing we're yeah. looking for is a pentagram. But they're no. kind of. No, it's a, it's, oh, I said it, it wrong. I oh, said okay. it wrong. It was a pentagon. Okay, this is pentagonal. I'm wondering if something to do with this dog. This dog has something to do with it. So I'm trying to find what's in here. Can you help? Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, Branma. Yes. Can you give us a hand lifting some things? I sarcastically applaud. Would you like to help us? <laughs> Edwin will walk over. I, I'm allowed in the everyone. Oh. Uh, Edwin will cast was... guidance on Bronma as they pass by. Palin was not paying attention to whatever went on with Seth and Bronma, so he just sort of looked confused. <laughs> yes. Uh, we want to try and lift some of this rubble or clear it away. Okay. So we'll, we'll do that. Okay, so go ahead and just roll me uh, athletics. Everybody you have guidance. If Everybody that's gonna... working on it. Okay. Well, Bronma specifically has guidance. Yeah. Alex is feeling strong. Yeah, Alex is feeling strong. Kira will participate, although she's not good at this. Maybe she'll roll well. Yay! Oops. A- athletics, not a strength save. But that's that's the same yeah, result. The same roll, probably. Okay. Yeah. So you guys start pushing some of the rubble away as Seth, you're going over to talk to the other dog. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you boy, have you seen this? Yeah. The dog stares at you. Point at nothing. (sighs) Close the book, stand up, walk back towards the others. So there's a thing over here on the fort, and then I see them clearing away rubble. What did I miss? Oh, uh, what was that about the forge? There's a 
indent there's an indentation that's shaped like the schema we're looking for on the forge, but it's not in it. I was thinking maybe there's a secret compartment over here, but you guys are fishing through rubble. Yeah, so not... I had a theory about this dog, and Alex is gonna look at the <laughs> look at the forge thing, the thing on the forge. And can she see the dogs from here? Her vision isn't great. Yes. These ones. There is a, does, there is enough light in there that you should be able to. Does there happen to be some shaped depressions on the other two dogs? Uh if you look close enough, yeah, you can pretty you can would see a, some some I, sort of I, would I have seen that while I was talking to them? I mean, not if you're not if you're not looking for it because they're pretty well placed in there. It's almost seamless. So it's not really unless you are looking for it. And what shapes Yeah, would I know. Those I was be? I was Huh? <laughs> I said and what shapes would those be? You would have to probably get a little bit closer to go look at okay. those. Meanwhile, Valen gonna... and Careful. Edwin will yeah. say if anyone but Seth is going up there. Oh yeah, I'll... Alex isn't stepping any further forward than Seth. She's just basically Alex just stepping closer. Yeah, and no, Edwin will look, say that yeah. anyway. It's yeah. fine. Yes, yeah. Yep. Alex steps forward, and they don't look like they're being any more aggressive towards Alex than they are towards Seth. As you sort of step forward, get a little, take a little bit closer look. It looks like one is in a one is sort of a rectangular form, and the other one is is triangular. So oh. the same as the indentations on the forge? The same <laughs> as the indentations. <laughs> that is exactly what I was expecting. I have no idea what to make of that. Okay. <laughs> so meanwhile, Valen Brown yeah, sort of pushed that away. stuff off, and you find a little piece of metal that had gotten buried underneath it. And it is a small little disc that is in a pentagonal shape. Nice. A penta- pentagramal shape. Pentagonal. pentagonal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so seeing that they've found something when they head over yep. um, does it look like the schema in the book? No, it does not look uh, like the schema I, in the book. I it's pick it up I pick up the piece of metal and I walk over to Alex uh, and I hand it to her Oh, okay she looks at it and then she's going to look back at towards the other two dogs mm-hmm. and carefully step forward towards the forge Okay and checking for any reaction from the dogs. The dogs have the dogs are sort of watching you, but no, they are making no aggressive move. Well, seeing she'll, Alex move forward, I'm going to step up as well. She'll call back to Seth and just say, "I think they're <laughs> still they, you've you've tamed them." And then she's going to walk up and see if the little disc fits in the shape. It of fits the forge right thing. in that slot. Huh. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm going to say, I bet if we can find the other two, we can probably <laughs> unlock something. I believe the other two are in the heads of the dogs and point at each of the other dogs. Now that I know How? what I'm looking for, can I see them? Yes, you can. You So Alex points out and then you start squinting and looking and you can see it's like... At, at which point I then, I then exclaim loudly, the guard dogs are the lock to the secret compartment. And I saw I... like rub my temples. <laughs> and... um, Alex is going to again very carefully begin to approach the dog to the okay. south. Can I make an animal handling check to like assist Alex in this? 
Is that a thing that is possible to do on metal dogs? Not on a metal dog, no. Aww. You can make an insight check if you want. Eh. Uh, I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to walk Ooh. up. You, <laughs> anyone in the room can make an insight check if they want. Eh, sure. At this point, Edwin's probably decided that going into the room is safe enough, enough as long as he stays back. So, yeah. So. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Those five zero. On just a second. I'm. I'm also going to the northern one, and I'm just gonna like still holding the book. I'm gonna see try if, walking see forward if the, again. See if the dog will let me touch it. So if Ellen's looking at Alex, and then the dog, and then back to Alex, yep. and back to the dog. Yeah, so Alex is going to try to, again, sort of reach out to the dog, again, very cautiously, trying to be aware if the dog decided to suddenly eat her hand or something. But she's going to try to reach out to the dog. Is it reacting at all? As you reach out to it, sorry, I was typing some private message, whisper stuff. As you reach out to it, no, it looks up and it it, it feel it looks like it's almost expectant. Okay. Is uh, the same thing happening with mine? Sort of, yeah. It, it doesn't. The one that Alex is moving towards and sort of, sort of reaching out to, almost sort of like sits up. Yours doesn't, but it's not actually moving out to to moving aggressively at you. So I'm going to try to remove the uh, the thing. Okay. So you reach out towards it and, and and sort of push on it, and it's almost like one of the like like you push in on it and there's a click and it sort of ejects. Yeah. Okay. Alex is doing the same thing at that point. Okay. Um, Almost like it's spring loaded, touching on its head and then yep. pushing in. And if it's um, and attempting to get the little object out, the so, yeah. shape that one is removing it. Okay. Uh, so cool. Alex will cautiously back away from it, keeping her eyes still on the dog because she still doesn't really trust it. And then look over and seeing Seth having done the same thing. Yep. Says, oh, you you. So you had the same idea as me. And walk over and insert it where it goes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Going Alex back to will... assassin watch duty. Okay. <laughs> Alex will do the same. Kira comes closer to see what's happening. So yeah, you guys, so, so Seth and Alex come forward, put their particular things in it, and you hear sort of yep. the stone grinding on stone sound, and the the, the, the forge itself actually sort of lifts up a little bit and moves over to moves northward. Okay. Stepping back so it can do that. Yeah. Well, it's just the top part of it. Oh, okay. okay. And it reveals sort of a little a small hidden space oh. underneath that have uh, uh, several things inside. I will step forward and see what they are. Okay. Kira is also trying to butt in closer. (laughs) Elbowing Kira out of the way. Kira, get... Stop. Kira is not (laughs) trying to butt in your way. Just trying to, like... Just trying to be close enough as as close as she can without being in the way. Kira wants the delicious, delicious knowledge. Yes. What's in there? So as you guys sort sort of lean over, you can see there's a couple sacks. A small... Fairly small size uh, sacks uh, that, that as you guys sort of pick it up, they clearly have coin in them. There are four gold ingots inside, not the sacks in yeah. with inside yeah. the whole space. Two sacks, four gold ingots. 
you can there are four uh flasks or vials you see an old folded piece of paper and what looks like exactly as described in the picture in it is a a multi-pointed piece of adamantite that is about the size of your hand so i'm gonna reach clearly the schema and then grab the schema and the folded piece of paper and pass okay. those to Alec. We have an enrichment roll because Kira is trying to grab the paper. <laughs> I'm okay. elbowing you out of the way. <laughs> roll oh, this Kira is casting mage hand to do it. <laughs> Alex, what? It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop you taking. I'm taking it though. I mean, I mean unless yeah. I roll a one Kira on the Kira snatches the map from you. Okay, or fine. Paper, Hold on. I'm, which I you also... open has a map. Oh, damn. Okay. I, either way, I grabbed the schema and handed it, handed it to Alex. Okay. Kira's Making not hiding the paper or anything. Kira's, Kira Go just wants it. to be the first one looking at it. Phelan like, leans over to Bramma and is like, <laughs> the heck are they doing? <laughs> as, you see, as you see the urchin start fighting over the... Yeah. <laughs> but not over the money. Over the oh. piece of paper. Alex, I, I mean, I I'm half tempted to think it's a mating ritual, but hey, what do I know? Humans, right? <laughs> Alex will take the schema right. and step back and examine it. Just, just okay. going to get out of the way of the other Kira's, two fighting over the Kira's map. All, Kira's examin- examining the paper. I grab the I, I I'm grabbing the money, looking over my shoulder, whistling towards Edwin, um, and then grabbing the vials as well, and and holding like everything up. It's okay, like, found stuff. Um, did just take another quick sweep around and then head in to my fellow urchin fighting. I'm not sure it, they're it fighting much, at this It wasn't point. much fighting as I was like, like Kira's like pushing, trying to push past me. I'm like, I'm in the way. <laughs> um, would I be able to check those shelves or whatever they are? Like the shelves along the southern wall? Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, if we just if we all just take some time and like search this place, make sure we didn't yeah. miss any compartments yeah. in the, the this thing, or that we didn't miss anything in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just we'll just take take a bit, a bit of time and, I mean, and just check this we place. Just, we just found the hidden compartment in the forge. Yeah, you guys have to. So right, but like anybody, that's the hidden one. There might be other stuff. Right. Doing a thorough search, couple things that that, that immediately stand out. Uh, first of all, the dogs are not attacking anybody at this point. Oh, good. But they do sort of straighten up and give sort of a warning growl if anybody other than Alex or Seth get close. Kira is completely completely focused on the on on observing the piece of paper in the her piece hands. of paper. So the piece of paper. Roll me a history roll. Oof. Oh, I have to remember. And this time, history use. is really really accurate. It's not just an excuse. Pandemics. Uh, oh, wait. I'm thinking uh, whether I should use an action point on that too. Uh, now I'm good. Out. Okay, I'm good. So you aren't quite able. To, it's clearly a map, uh, and there are several places marked on it. You are not quite able to identify where in Corvair it is because you don't recognize any of the place names. Okay. And for lack of a better term, the geography of Corvair has changed drastically over the last millennia and a half. Over the last 10 years, it has. Um, so you're not able to place, but there are clearly several places 
marked on this map. If you uh-huh. can figure out where the correlation is, there might be some value to that. Brenda, you, the rest of you guys doing sort of the search of the room, the other thing that stands out besides the dogs is that there's not really anything else of value in it. There's some rats and... Well, they're doing that, making another regular perception okay. check. Um, I passed when when Edwin came in. Mm-hmm. I passed the gold and the ingots to Edwin. Okay. Um, and then I'm sort of checking out the vials and seeing if they are poisonous or if there are other other stuff. Roll me an arcana roll. Is there any way Kira can make sense on the map? Assuming one of the uh, marks on the map is this place, Sharn. You're guessing not, because you know what Sharn's geography looks like. Yeah, you know what you know. Okay, so this map, so this map is not does not include. This is a map of some. It does uh, not. Yeah, it does not count. Okay, uh, Brelin's geography. You can definitely cancel that out. Okay. So, uh, Seth, you have uh, you don't. I don't know. Maybe they're poison. Maybe they're magic. You can't tell. All right, well, once Alex, what, what, what was it? once Alex gets done examining the schema, I will yeah. hand them to her. Uh, uh, is there anything? Yeah, you can roll me an arcana roll as well, since you're looking over the schema. Okay. Uh, can I assist Kira in looking at the map? Because yeah. I've been all over this. Go ahead and roll me a history <clears throat> roll. Yeah, at this point, Kira doesn't mind others coming going to look at it. Kira How is, about shows it. nature? <laughs> For all places <laughs> I've been. It doesn't make much of a difference, so history's fine. Yeah, what the fuck? Nature nature works. Ah, well, not great anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, action point, you could... Okay, yeah, I was about to say. With a good action roll? Ooh, this okay. might do something. So that is good. Still, you're not really able to... Okay. Because, yeah, I mean... It would have had to be fairly high, to be honest, just because of changing nature of the land. And yeah, that's cool. So, if 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 Kira shows the map out to people, I'm I'm just going to remark, you know, if this place is hundreds of years old, that map's hundreds of years old, so it may not be accurate anymore. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. So, Alex, first of all, it's very clearly magical. Okay. Very, very clearly magical. It has a particularly strong aura. It's it's a it's a little bit more than six inches from from point to point. It's, it has a bunch of you've seen you've seen uh, uh, patterns before, which is what your house and and mage rites in general use to. Create everything from ever bright lanterns to to sending stones to all of that kind of thing, but you've seen them in very small small things and using symbols that you're familiar with these symbols you are completely unfamiliar with okay it definitely has that strong where you're not able to get much further than that just off a basic scan. Okay, so no idea what it would be used to create or anything? No. Okay. Not okay. with what you've got, if you were to look... Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I guess I will 
put it away for the time being and okay. and my bag and I will uh, have a look over the flasks that uh, Seth is look to me to look at. Sorry, that seemed to be what we're looking for. Uh, looks like looks like what was described by I have forgotten her name. Eladrin, uh, uh, and matches the just the, the uh, there was a sketch in the book. Is that right? Yeah, I hold open yeah. the book and point at it. Yeah, it's the thing. Yeah. All right. Still looking out for assassins. Okay. I'm looking at you, wondering what um like if you're you know if you've got if you know something the rest of us don't. <laughs> Edwin's just what? paranoid. Oh. Uh, mm. That, by the way, is... No, everyone knows that there were assassins after yeah, us. Yeah, true. true. Edwin just has paranoia. Yeah. I mean, the dog is... They are so, after us. So checking so that's out... True, but they might not be here. No. So, Brahma, checking out the dog, it's the, it's, it's the exact same style as the two non-crushed ones. Just look like this was the one was unlucky enough to get buried under rubble. Yeah, so it's just like fully inorganic. Yes. Okay. Cannot that, that's more that I was looking at. Yeah. I okay. Know. Uh, that roll, by the way, is for my oh, looking. Uh, so plus, plus the action point, which is the d6, is for the flasks. Okay. Seventeen. So you would be able to identify horns. You would be able to identify the uh, three of them. Are, are definitely healing potions. You know that particular mm-hmm. type of item very well. Those are ridiculously common. So did you try eating the beetles yet? Yeah, they weren't that bad. I mean, I've taken some notes, and we'll see what happens when we're not on the job, so to speak. Yeah, no, <laughs> good good plan. Is that a dwarven thing, or are you just trying them out? Hey, when you got no food, you go for anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're an excellent no. source of protein, you know. Alright, so we've discovered everything in this room that we can, correct? Pretty much, yep. And all three of those were healing potions? Three of the four were healing potions? Sorry, I'm... Oh, sorry. I thought there were only three. <laughs> no, there are a total of four. Okay. Um... Yeah, I yeah recognize... you're able to identify the fourth one. It, it, it is a potion of climbing. If I, if I couldn't, I would just um, look at it, like spend some time with it next time we get yeah. a break to figure it out. But potion of climbing, you say? Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, Brad, uh, I will tuck them away in my uh, satchel for now, and I will probably distribute them later. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, look over at Alex at the the on the schema. Do you want to hold on to that, or do you want me to? I can hang on to it for now. Um, right. These are mostly healing potions, by the way. As she walks off, that's cool. So as you guys are heading up. So yeah, head out. I put the book back in, in my bag. Let's see. Well, before you guys get too close up there, I will have Edwin call high or low. Uh, low. Okay. Did it, does Edwin's paranoia pay off? Okay, so it is an attack on... I just hear you mutter attack. Yeah, it is an attack that's, on... That's, it is an attack I on... I'm going to assume attack on Titan. Um, it's an attack on <laughs> Seth, because it's always an attack on Seth. <laughs> oh, no, you called low. Yep. I'd it be was low. Seth. So, it's mm-hmm. atta- so, so the attack was on Valen. 
because you two are the two that are closest to the uh, closest to the door. That being said, Valen, a fourteen misses you, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Okay. I just want to put this in here, so you're aware. Are we rolling initiative? That was that was what I rolled for my stealth roll. <laughs> nice. <Huh>. I <laughs> well, rolled I a natural twenty. Cannot Excellent. blame Edwin for not spotting it. <laughs> yeah. Edwin, no, I just went out and took a couple like. Like, there were a couple 19s, I'm like, oh, you're going to feel so confident. Oh, no. Um, it's not paranoia if they're actually out there. <laughs> so, you guys are sort of keeping an eye out, and all of a sudden, Valen, you just managed to hear that whistle of air, and sort of duck back just enough as a, a, a crossbow bolt uh, flies less than an inch away from your face inside. Can, can, can we say it like um, it like scratched across my cheek or something? Sure, that's cool. I like. Are you looking for a scar? Yeah, <laughs> and it came from somewhere in that vicinity, somewhere directly across from the building. Correct. Initiative. And we are in initiatives. Are we roll, rolling initiative again? Yes. All right. So you might want to delete what's there. Yeah, I'm. Oh. There's the turn. I was trying to open up the turn track and I forgot I closed it out. Already open. Um, okay. Oh, if you just do it, it redoes it. Huh. Oh. Edward well. was overconfident. Wait, um, what happened? I rolled a thirteen. Oh. Um, it's because if you if you roll it, it actually it just like redoes you. Oh, but then I, you clear it out. Oh. That's new because previously it's added additional incarnations of your token oh. to it. That's new. Oh. So we roll again. I know, I why you re- no, why you me twice? I lost my you... t- my yeah yeah like like right there. Roll. It added Valen twice. Like no no no, 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 well, no that's because I added you. Oh, okay okay. And then you rolled. <laughs> yeah, because because the... I was just like, oh okay, no, it's fine. I'll add. I have an eleven, and I'm already in. You can delete that. Uh, me. your first one was a five. Yes, I have advantage on initiative rolls. Uh, oh, that's right, you do. Yes, that, that's why he's been rolling twice. I've been rolling twice the whole game so far. I haven't noticed. <laughs> Every I haven't noticed because it's been automatically inputting it until now. Um, although I should have noticed the, anyways. The second one's always been better until now. <laughs> oh, sorry, not until now. It's always been better. Who am I missing? Uh, Edwin. Uh, Edwin had a five. And you can, um, if you toggle advantage when you roll initiative, it will roll it with advantage without you. I'm not sure it does. No, it won't. Oh, I believe this. There might be a special box checking for that. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure the normal advantage toggle toggle doesn't work. If you ask it, maybe maybe if you ask it to query. Uh, No, that doesn't work either. Uh, I guess well, anyway, the, no, I there, guess I, there's no easy, special. easy way to uh, make initiative rolls. There is a little thing like that's halfway luck has a little thing, but not yes. everything. Rolling twice every time and taking the better result yeah. because that's I have advantage what? on initiative. Yet. My right. guess is that the initiative However, roller is special. I don't think it does the tracker thing because nope. there was a surprise round. Right, so the enemy's already active. Yes, that was so a it surprise doesn't actually round. Affect anything. Okay, cool. So, you see that arrow fly by, 
Um, and it's now Kira's turn. Okay. Uh, you guys from the inside do notice it too. Yeah. So it's not this like you guys are are completely out of the loop. This is awkward. even if you didn't notice it. There's a little yelp from Edwin. Yeah. <laughs> May uh, is it time to use up a flask of oil? Because I have a hooded lantern. And currently, I don't have a light radius to see (laughs) what's attacking. There's also a chance it's stealth, but... I mean, it's beyond our vision radius right now. Yeah. I guess I'll just... No, wait, moving ahead doesn't help at all, does it? Uh... Fine, I'll... Uh, would it be a standard action to base, regular action to bring out my lantern and light it? Uh, inter- interact- I know it's an interact- action to light it. Interact to pull it out. Action to light it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that's thirty plus thirty of light. Okay. So sixty feet dim star. It's it's a it's a cone. And. Is it a? Angle does it tell you what the be... angle of the cone is? Uh, it should. Let me see. Hooded lantern, thirty foot. Ra- uh, cast bright light on a thirty foot radius and deep light for an additional thirty feet. Oh, never mind. It's not actually targeted. No, it's okay. not a cone. So yeah, sixty foot. It's just thirty foot 30. and an additional thirty. There so you it's... go. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Cone and, lantern uh, is the bullseye lantern. And uh, let's drive. Try moving forward. Okay. Okay, I see something. Great. Uh, I'll, uh, wait, I've moved up a little bit. Okay. But I, oh, right, I've already used my standard. So I'll point out the, uh, point out this thing. There's a thing over here. And, uh, and hex the thing. Okay. Uh, I'll hex it for... Hmm. And what you can see, by the way, it it's mostly hidden un, uh, behind this sort of larger outcropping. I think Valen probably got the best shot on it. I don't know whether mm. the, the distance is enough that you can see much of it. I can, I, I well, from with my vision, I can see I've got the city foot of dark vision. Yeah. So it's got it's got a fair amount of cover right now, but it's definitely it, it, it is a figure. It's fairly large. Valen, you can kind of your you can get sort of that glint of metal that makes you uh, suspect. Yes. this is probably one of your one, another one of the the Lords of Blades. Perfect. Um, is it up high or is it around the corner? No, it's around the corner. Okay. Do if if the hex applies to ability checks, uh, what all does it cover? Uh, would it affect any skill skills? Yes, skill yes. rolls. Skill, skill, okay. skill rolls or so, ability checks. Okay, I'll. Huh, it's not actually trivial this time. I'll actually choose dexterity. Okay, it, it hasn't been trivial any time you've used it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's more difficult this time because the foe is at such long range. Also, you can't drown. You can't drown anyone right now. <laughs> I didn't drown the first Warforged. <laughs> well, no, but you I drowned think, the no, last I person that was hexed. Okay, so you you throw down throw down the hex on it. 
Yep. And dexterity. Okay. No, the 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 hex was also on the the wolf on the bridge is what I was referencing. Yes. Then I. And kept Alex, you're up. Okay. Um, can we actually just clarify whether that light thing is correct? Can we? We should be able to see Kira's I'm light. So I'm gonna sure just scoot my token so you we can see should... if oh, Kira's no. works. Can you still see? Yes, you should be. Sorry, that's, that should have yeah. fixed stuff. I did not click the yeah. alt players see light. Um, okay, cool. Because uh, it because it, it, Alex is relying on other people's light to see long correct. distances. Yeah. Uh, it, yep. Although she does have a torture of her own. Okay, so she can kind of see the thing in the distance. And another thing that isn't affected by sleep. <laughs> um, it's literally the only combat spell I have right now that isn't a cantrip um, that's fine, she is going to what's the range on I need to pull up my character sheet again because I refreshed this what's the range on a ray of frost 60 foot yep. okay, cool you can, pro- you so, can get in range actually you are can... already in range but you are in range uh, I'm going to get into sort of a position sort of I don't know, over the side, I guess, where I'm not, hopefully not going to be having, she's not going to have cover. I don't know. Can I sort of get in between Branmer and Valen or somewhere where I can I mean, have a reasonable shot? It'll eh, still be cover. It'll be less cover. Okay. But it'll uh, so, still be cover. And then I will uh, do a Ray of Frost. Okay. Oh, well. Oh, no. I... <laughs> it's this again. For reference, well, this time, Alex uh... is now behind Valen. <laughs> I think I have cast Ray of, Ray of Frost maybe, time. Uh, maybe six times, and about three of them have been critical misses. Yeah. Yep. And and two With of them have hit nearby. me. Oh. Oh well. Uh, your D twenty. I'll roll, roll my D twenty. Yeah. Don't yeah. Okay. You're all opposed with me. Okay. Uh, <sighs> So, in this case, you do not fire a ray of frost directly into Valen's back. Thank you. I I really appreciate that. You nearly do. <laughs> All right. So, um, and so, okay, it so just goes wide. If you don't mind. So, you're, like, doing this incantation thing and you're moving your hands around. And then Valen just, like, turns around, like, knocks your hand to the side with his uh, the uh, bottom of his bow because he can see that it's going to hit him. He's <laughs> like, get, get, careful with that. It's yeah, very yeah, dangerous. Sorry. It's powerful. Sorry. And she is, and then uh, Alex is going to use a little more movement. I think I should have some left uh, to just duck behind a wall as well. Yeah, you cool. have enough movement. If uh, that's for, uh, 10, 20, 25. Yeah, just enough. Okay, and that's my turn. Okay. And right. Valen, you're up. Okay, so first thing I want to do is uh, Hunter's Mark, this thing. Okay. Because it's going down. Then I will take my movement and go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Can I stand up on here? Or can I see over yeah. this thing? Yeah. Can I? That's mostly just... It's rubble that's on the ground. Is it high enough to it's sort of hide shelf. part of me You're behind fine. or not? No, no, it's not okay, like a big stand here, pile then. of rubble. Okay. Uh, and then I will shoot at um, this. I assume I can see that it's a wall forge from here. Oh, yes. Good, good. That'll An 18. 
an 18 is going to an 18 is going to hit excellent uh, i will deal 13 piercing damage to it nice yes plus a d6 i'd forgotten that thanks Doug. yay so that Thunder. is um 17 point damage okay yeah, it's a macro for that yeah so you, that yeah a good idea you rush up there Sort of perch yourself on this little this little pile of rubble, fire a shot at it, uh, and it gets so it's wearing sort of the sort of a cloak, and you can see that it's fairly large even for a wharf. Uh, it's wielding a, a a light crossbow, which isn't that much of a concern compared to compared to some of the heavy ones, except for it looks like it is in the process of trying to light its bolt. Oh, good on fire. Was the previous bolt that flew past also on fire? No. Okay, no. good. Because that would have given its position away. Right, <laughs> yep. Clever. And so while it's doing that, you sink an arrow into it in, into its uh, left shoulder, which causes it to grunt a little bit, but it's still still doing its thing. Uh, and that's your turn. Yep. Seth, you're up. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... 30. I'm going to whip out my heavy crossbow that I acquired okay. from the shifters from the one that I drowned, I think. And I'm going to launch a crossbow bolt at it. Go for it. Does a 14 hit it? A 14 does not hit it. Yep. I'm not good with these. Throw it down. So yeah, it flies. So it flies out and it looks up. And you see as it sort of just bats the crossbow, the, the bolt aside. Yeah. And that's your turn. Uh, uh, I've already used my action surge. Um, I'm just going to interact action to drop the crossbow. Okay. And that makes it its turn. So it pauses, takes a moment. You see the Valen uh, uh, and Seth... Both sees Valen's got a little clearer of a shot of it, but sees the end of the crossbow bolt go up in fire. Does it have a bear trap attached to its leg, by the way? It does not. That was the other one. It rolled a 19 wisdom to notice it and, and then disabled it. Okay. Um, I could have walked around, but yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I placed it like in the middle of the yeah. thing. And it comes up, takes aim at the half elf who just tried to shoot it. Come at um, me, bro. <laughs> and does an eighteen hit you? Yes, it does. Okay. So take ten piercing damage. All right. As it goes right through your bicep. Ow. And one point of fire damage. Hey. Ooh. And it quickly reloads. And is firing another shot off at you. Oh, um, so it's the, not this one's not on fire though. The um, the loading property and it's it's your call if you want to rule it differently. But the loading property of crossbows say that it can only be fired once per round. It's entirely possible that this guy has crossbow expert. That that just I'm just putting that out there because that is a feat, that is a weapon choice that people. For, whoops, you okay? Yeah, because give me that a sec. is a that is a weapon okay. trait people forget exists. <laughs> That so, is a fair point. I'm just putting that out there because I know as a GM, I've forgotten that exists. Before. Yes. 
uh, crossbow expert does eliminate that as an issue if it has that feat. I need to look at that. He does not have crossbow, so I need to spend the... Okay, so in that case, he is he's dropping his crossbow. Yeah, that's why I dropped mine. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, dropping his crossbow, he gets multiple attacks with his attack action. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, pulling, pulling his scimitar and 5, 10, 15, and is charging the other half-elf. Oh, the, yeah, the full-elf. Okay. The full-elf. Yeah, full <laughs> and the whole elf. Yep. Sure, I thought you were going to say he was going to drop his crossbow, pull out his next crossbow, and I die as he fires at the half-elf. <laughs> Dual-wielding crossbows. So, does a 21 hit you? Yeah, yeah, it does. All right. Take, it's not terrible. Take four slashing. Because mm-hmm. you rolled shit for damage. So, yeah, he comes at you. And as he comes down, he just bellows at you weak flesh as he brings the sword down. You're sort of able to back up a little bit. So, you just get sort of the, sl- the tip of it sliced across your chest. Take a little bit of damage. Yep, I like, leap back yep. when he slices at me up. Uh, off. And yeah. that is its turn. Edwin, you're up if you're okay now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm here. Um, my real life dexterity made things challenging for a moment. <laughs> I was going to but... say, it sounded like you rolled a one. Seth is bleeding. Yeah, I, I've noticed. I'm trying Seth to... is officially bloodied, actually. Pop up here. No. Pop up there. Still can't see a thing, but that doesn't matter. I mean, it's actually it. right your wounds. Yeah, it's strange if she... Well, he can't, can't see. see. Yeah, how can you... You, you have light to see it. Is your light not oh, working properly? Okay. There are several light sources. You, you guys are light pointing sources. somewhere, but I don't see a token there, so I'm going to refresh. Huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. All 20 issues. So, so I'm assuming right next to Valen, but yeah. I yes. can't yep. see that. So I'm going to refresh. The space to see right below helps. Valen should have a token. Yeah, no, I'm assuming it's just a roll 20 issue because I was like, okay, something's attacking Valen. How can I not see that? Right. Yeah. Sometimes roll twenty doesn't update. Yeah, the map quite I, well. Okay, I now see the frowny, angry face and the person okay. beneath it. Okay. Um, Yay! But yeah, still, um, still using my action for cure wounds. Okay. All righty. First level. There you go. Eight hit points. Hey, almost back to full. Yay, life! It's so much less when you don't have that domain. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Life, cler- life clerics are so essential to parties. Um, yeah. And that's your turn? Um, yeah, I'm not Nothing burning another spell, so okay. that's my turn. Alright, Brian May, you're up. 
Um, I, I was thinking about how uh, like action surge relates with dash, but I don't think that's relevant. So um, you can you can use your action surge to dash if you want. Yes, but then can you use your regular action to yeah. dash on top of that? Yeah, you can. You, action surge uh, gives you a second dash that you can use for whatever you would use a normal. action Let me look for. at it really quick. That sounds uh, accurate, it, actually. I just want to. I, I mean, want to read the rules just to make sure. Yeah, it, it's I, not I, relevant now, but it was something I was thinking of. No, no, that is accurate. You can. All it says is you can take an additional action on top of your regular action and possible bonus action. So the action can mm. be whatever it needs to be. So dash is on the stack. How does that resolve? Anyway. Um, That's a lot of running. <laughs> I uh, Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to use my action to dash. Okay. Move up to behind the dude. Uh-huh. And then use my action surge to get an additional action. Yep. <laughs> Smash it. And swing for the fences. With okay. advantage. With advantage. Yeah. Um, let me, sorry. Advantage. Ha. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's better than your first, it was better than the, than the lower roll, but innate's still not going to hit him. So this is what I get for trying to run. I'm not made for running. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it, I imagine running and then dashing and then using the action surge or dash is officially the epitome of fuck this shit. <laughs> if you're a rogue, you can also use your bonus action to dash even more. I was about to say, you take a level in rogue and oh my god, get some. <laughs> so you and rush a level behind barbarian him. to get the ten feet as well, the extra ten feet. Take a swing, and you're expecting, you know, his attention is focused on, on, on Valen, and he just sort of nimbly hops over where you're trying to slash, and it's frustrating as hell. So, Kira, it's your turn. Top of the round. Okay. Little Unless you had a bonus action you wanted to do. Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, because... Elrish Plus is a good spell. I don't have to move from here. Yeah. Let's just blast this thing. Okay. Yeah. Elrich Blast. Uh, 14. 14 probably misses. Will miss. Yeah. An action point. Oh, yeah. I totally will. Yeah. Don't forget those action points. Let's say because that's really good damage. That's max damage. That's not max damage, but that's good that damage. will hit. Yeah, 10 points of force damage and 6 okay. points of necrotic damage. So that right. blasts into him from sort of behind side because he's still focused on Valen right now and sort of knocks him forward a little bit. He looks behind you and looks behind, like sort of locks eyes with you and gives you sort of a... Kira is grinning menacingly. Uh, actually, why wouldn't I... Wow, damn, the system lets you do dirty things. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, how no, about you didn't I, include your hex, okay. How about I, how about I move out of sight? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
because next turn I can do the same thing. That's fine. He's got plenty of other targets. Yes. He is, in, he is currently in what's known as a target-rich environment. So. Yes. He is Soldier 76. Um, all right. Alex, you're up. He's got 200 hit points. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, We need to put out a lot more damage for this. That that would be a lot of hit points. Did I mention I was throwing you guys up against a challenge rating 8? No. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's actually... Um, Damn, kids. Get off my lawn. It's not your lawn. What is Alex going to do? I have an idea, but I don't know if I want to actually. No, I'm, I'll play it safe. Try uh, it. I mean, you could you could frost try it. Hard. That's worked out no, so no, no, well. No. Okay, I don't know what it is, but try it. Try it. <laughs> All Do right. It. Uh, Alex is going to dash as her action. Okay. Okay. Shocking grass. 15, 20, oh, 25, 30, 35, that's 40. something oh, different. I think I know what she's trying to do. Yeah, and she's I going to kneel down by the dog. And say protect and like point at herself and point out the door. Roll me a persuasion <laughs> roll. <laughs> I actually thought about doing that, but I didn't think it was I, I didn't know how well it would go. <laughs> no, I didn't know either, but I'm like, I think she was she's figured I out how to action no, point. In this case, because of who you are, mm-hmm. I will give you advantage on this roll. Yeah, that right. makes sense. They are programmed what? for this. Let's try it again. 14. Hold That's on. That's better. Wait, 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 wait. I don't... I want to make sure this works okay. the way it's supposed to. So, as an action six. point as well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Wait, so lucky on the action points. So, you... you so, everybody else sees Alex, or, or specifically Kira. Kira's Alex, the only like, one that can see her. Yeah. Sees Alex, like, peek out pause, and then run deeper into the foundry. <laughs> He's running away. Um, yep. or you can actually see, it's probably a little too chaotic for you necessarily to, to hear what what's being said, unless you want to go pers- perception roll. Um, you lean down, sort of command, the, the dog looks up at you, and then its eyes do sort of the, the flare of its red. And it's sort of a growl, and it starts moving forward. So Fantastic. I need to add something. I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm glad I did it anyway. Yep. So I need to roll advantage for that, th- or initiative for that thing. Uh, I no, mean, it's not no, going no, to that, that's initiative. So, but that's for the a, record... I was saying that's that's a that is a correct use of thinking outside the box. <laughs> it absolutely is. I now understand the problems that you were running into last game, Erin, with all of your sneak attack stuff, because I now have I'm yeah. just gonna count off. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, n- yeah, eight different weapons while still actually technically <laughs> only having two weapons on me. Oh my god. Yes. I had so if, Talk about it later because we're in, yeah, and it's getting close to end time already. But make it out and let us know. You have my sympathy. Um, so it is now Valen's turn. Okay, so can I drop my longbow and then do the thing where I take out the Tissimitas? Yes, okay, cool. So I'll do that. Um, 
and because I've just spent the last entirety of this turn making this weapon, I'm going to use it, and I think I've got advantage because of Branma. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm going to attack him with my scimitar for favoured enemy and Hunter's Mark. Go for it. It's a 14. That is a miss. Yeah. I will action point. Okay. That is a it's hit. It's a hit. Yeah. Okay, so I'll roll damage. And I have that actually made this other solid weapon. amount of damage. Yeah, because it's the uh, base damage of the weapon plus the favored enemy plus the dexterity on the weapon plus the d6, which I roll a 6 on. So, yay. Um, and then I still have a bonus action. So I'm going to attack him with my offhand scimitar. Okay. Which Ooh, is both that is absolutely a hit. Yay. Yep. Uh, and then... I, I, I need to just check if Hunter's Mark is only once per turn. I think it is. I'm just going to put it in yes. check. Yes. Maybe... Until Spence, you deal... Whenever, whenever you, you, whenever you, you whenever. Yeah, no. you can... Yeah. Yeah, whenever. Yeah. It's like we should know that. Critical, uh, as critical role people... So that is a that's a, an extra five damage on top of the nice. um, twelve damage with the scimitar. Yeah. So that sorry, oh. what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Six plus so five. Seven plus five. Yeah. Sim- you you drop the bow. You pull the scimitars out, and yeah, just slice into it, getting right into but, like where the where where the softer wood is. There's not a lot of leather on this one. But where the the softer wood joints are, and you just carve some slices out of it, and it bellows pretty hard. So, I I don't know if Valen would be thinking Oops. tactically. I know or not. I just killed it. Uh, but if you shift down to there, I can then run in and get advantage, and then shift up to give Brahma advantage. Who can then shift over to give you advantage, and we could just yeah, have the a flank circling, train. We could just have flank. a circling <laughs> flank. Advantage, like um, beat down on this thing. Yeah, okay. Let, let, let's let's flavor. So there's like a there's like a flurry um, of steel, like whirling blades, um, and then there's a sort of very kind of Ray Park style uh, whirling um, butterfly kick as as Valen comes down off the mound and comes to there. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Don't stop me now. Starts playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he pulls back up, um, having like gone semi over and around the warforge and slicing up on the way. All right. Uh, so that makes it my turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, drawing my longsword and I'm running up to here and slicing Kay. into it. I have advantage. That's gonna hit. Hits for twelve slashing damage. Okay. Um, and if it's not dead yet, as I as I slice through it, just carrying on up and moving over here to give Bronma advantage on the next attack. So, so you 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 run up at it, and you so you run up, sort of do a quick side dodge, be, sort of almost like a uh, a uh, a feint, where it's expecting to come in this side, and instead you cut sideways cut through and there's that moment where it sort of stands there and starts to pivot towards you 
And it almost seems surprised as it looks down and its upper body has pivoted a lot farther than it should be able to. <laughs> and then it sort of, the, the light sort of goes out and it sort of falls over. Hey, killing blow. Yep. Um, looking for a little messenger thing. Well, it hasn't gotten into its turn yet. Hasn't gotten to its turn yet, yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, that's my turn. Okay. So five then. Oh my now guess. we all start wondering how far that dog will follow Alex out of this place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we have a new robot dog buddy? <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to jinx it by asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to ask these questions. I know. I, that would be so cool, but who knows. So gets to there, and because it doesn't have any other options, it is dashing. So it gets to there, and it pauses as it sees me cut through the warforged. Looks around, and Brian McCall, high or low? Hi. Uh, this is going to get awkward <laughs> if it. I I had a feeling this might be. Yeah, this yeah. plays out, but this was yeah. this was part B as to why I didn't necessarily oh. want to call on the dog. I this is definitely a high or low. Hi. Okay. Okay. So it turns you. It does not attack you. Attacks Edwin. Not immediately, but it turns to you, and it does. So it, it, it's it's sort of metallic joints in its shoulders sort of go up into the hunch and it lets out sort of a low growling sound like it might be about to attack I mean if the Warforge had been out there it would have been fine but (laughs) now it just sees a bunch of potential enemies bring it and it is now the Warforge turn I'm not even going to need you guys to roll it you guys can, because you guys are directly surrounding it. There's a fair amount of light. Yes, you guys can see a final messenger detach. And it is. Do we get a tax of opportunity? I will say yes, you get a tax of opportunity on it. Bronma and I. You are not technically flanking it, it is too small. <laughs> okay. Uh, does the 21 hit it? So, give me just one second. I actually need to <laughs> determine what its AC is. Yes, I have. I have that in my other in my other story notes handout from the first one. I'll be surprised if it's mi- if that's a miss. I'm. Uh, it is very sure small. Is. It's small and it's very, very, very agile. It's designed to escape. Oh, hey. So about those action points. 21. Actually, yeah, I'm going to spend an action point to make sure I hit. So that's 25. 25. That will ah. actually hit for sure. Uh, that will, will not. I make 22. Yeah, damn it. 22 will not. 14 Ooh. slashing damage. 14 points of damage. Now I need to check. Max it. damage. <laughs> I, I rolled a 9. <laughs> you missed. Oh, <laughs> like it gets up and just upward slice it in half. <laughs> it might get away, still. We don't know. 
It very well might, because they are a little bit hard. They are a little bit hardier than they look. But we'll see here. Um, dum 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 bum bum bum. I've just realised, by the way, I didn't have enough attacks, so now I've got even more. <laughs> does, does the dog get an attack? So, huh? Does the dog get an attack? <laughs> I mean, it's not there yet. Ah. But it so it gets up, starts to fly off. You see a flurry of of like. So what happens is Valen and and Brahma both go in to swing at it and essentially collide weapons off of each other because it's all of you guys trying to hit a thing that's about two inches tall. Or yeah. two inches oh, good. Wide. My scimitar breaks. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys sort of like yeah, you guys end up sort of parrying each other accidentally. Um, and it's just the mad, the simple matter that's a little bit off your guys' timing. If you guys weren't so well synced as uh, as a duo, um, it might have been you guys manages to catch it, and it cuts cleanly in half and sort of goes either direction. Like it's the ground. I mean, well, that's good for the characters. It's probably not so great for the story, but hey, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I think the damage is Sacred mostly done by the now. Bits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if the first one... <laughs> Go ahead and roll. I want to see how much damage you do to it. Okay. Because no, it is technically so. my turn. Yes, yep. it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> one damage. <laughs> It looks pretty. Yeah. Are we out of initiative now? We are out of initiative right. now. Raylan will we'll burn I, down and cut the head off the creature. I okay. uh, uh, get between the dog and Ranma and uh, s- just sort of command it to return to its post. Alex, Alex is basically running out of the room okay. on her next turn. But So yeah, it, it, we're out of Go initiative home, at this bad point. bad dog. So, well, she was, she was going to run out and yell heal at it. So. Okay, yeah. yeah. Seth... You go to command, like you hold the book out and you go to command it. It doesn't obey. Well, I'm between it and Bronton. Yes. So. It is not advancing right now. But it appears that whatever it's been chosen to do has superseded your authority right now. Yeah. I'm Alex, giving Kira an inside check. Yeah, it, can where, I make insight? Yeah, sure. Wherever you um, feel that this is appropriate, Jeremy, uh, like at the point where you think Alex would come in, Alex is going to be yeah, running out you, here and yelling so rush out. I'll, I'll action point this inside check. Okay. I can spend all of the action points. I mean, yeah, you might well, as well. well. Remember, we started yeah. to, for 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 the listeners. We started off this session at what you guys are like 60 less than 100 xp away. away yeah something like that yeah. so that's a 19 okay 16 you guys are 26 inciting, you guys are inciting the dog or uh, the situation because okay. edwin was under the impression the dogs weren't going to leave the building right and now seth seems to be doing something bronma alex is coming out trying to figure I, out what's going on I, okay, in, in a realistic sense when i'm not rolling because i'm an idiot um then Balin was actually trying to figure out why it was ignoring seth okay 
Kira is so, Kira is trying to inside the connection, like because Kira noticed that Alex persuaded this thing. Okay, and, so uh, and, since there was is, a lot of roles and there were a lot of of action points, just make this simple on me. What did everybody everybody tell me? What you rolled? Sixteen. Sixteen. Nineteen for Edwin. Nineteen, and you got a twenty-six because yours are right there. Yeah, and Brown, mate, you weren't rolling. Uh, no, I was because okay. me and dogs don't get along. Obviously, I was going to <laughs> examine the Wolfhorged and give him a quick once over. Okay, so Kira, the nearest you can tell. So you saw sort of what ha- you have sort of the best overall view of what happened. Yeah, because you saw Alex run in. So Alex briefly talked to the dog, who ran out. All of a sudden, looked like it was it, it was potentially getting ready to attack either either attack someone. Seth, who had previously commanded, able able to give it some sort of command, tried to stop it, and it didn't. You can take from that much of it, whatever you. But that sort of laid out clearly what you've seen. Yep. You can draw whatever logical conclusion from um, Edwin. You didn't see like, like exactly what happened as far as that goes, and you were sort of not really paying that much. I mean, you were you were sort of looking back and forth when you were doing guard duty. I noticed that Alex wasn't injured. Probably yes, you noticed that Alex wasn't injured, and that I believe that you had noticed earlier that yeah, I did. That the dog had seemed observant in some way is what you said, but yes. yes. And whatever it's doing now, it is, it is, its orders are uh, what Seth is trying to do is being completely superseded. Like the uh, the the motion from the dog suggests to you that. Seth holding the book may have some authority, but right now it's under the control of a greater authority. Valen, you're pretty sure you figured all this out in some way. You had seen everything that happened in the, in the foundry. You're pretty sure that Alex probably commanded it because you hear Alex running out right now about uh, in the process of yelling heal, I believe it was. Uh, as soon as I see that it's a, yeah. like looking to attack, yes. Yes, heal. Um, you see it stop. So clearly it's underneath Alex's control for some reason. Okay. And that's what you guys all tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just right now trying to decide if I need to lop its head off or not. Yes. <laughs> as soon as Alex comes out and yells heal... It stops and backs off and walks back towards Alex and sort of sits down next to her. Aha. And that is where we will call break. Because that, that's an appropriately an dramatic moment. Well, yeah, to the end of the session. Not really a break, yes. more of an end. Uh, but, Sorry. But, yes, that's my that's, standard term for... That, yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. 
Uh, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Uh, if you'd like to see more of our stuff, you can check us out at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash Films, which is also where you can go if you'd like to support us financially uh, with a monthly donation. Thank you to our $25 supporters, Chris Comfort and Antonic. Uh, you can also support us on the website, on the Final Show Films website, with a one-time donation to our PayPal. Uh, we appreciate all of that. Um, you can also support us by checking out our stuff at 411mania.com. Jeremy, please give us a spiel. 411mania.com. We are a pop culture site that covers everything from movies and television and comics to music and wrestling and mixed martial arts and video games, uh, which usually means that I'm just posting stuff about Overwatch because, you know, Overwatch. Um, and now uh, uh, actual plays for D&D and other role-playing games and uh, uh, role-playing game and board game reviews and everything else that Final Show Films does. Yep. Check us out. We roll. Yep. Check them out. We appreciate them for letting us put out all of our stuff there. We appreciate you for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs>